the business. The What The Heck Show on UnionPowerRadio.com. Charlie Gonzalez on UnionPowerRadio.com. Welcome, Teamsters of Local 804 and Teamsters across the country. Today is March 31st, and I'm your host, as always, Tony Rosario. And today, Charlie, or should I say AKA Robin, couldn't make it in. So, I have some special guest stars here today. First, I would like to introduce the... Brush Avenue Beast, right from the Bronx. The original, what the heck, Hector Ford is business agent at a local 804. What's going on, Hector? What's up? I didn't get the introduction. Wow. I was uh, expecting the other introduction first, but it's okay. I was working on it for you, What's up, my brothers and sisters (laughs) out there? This is Hector, the what the heck, and I'm live with Anthony Rosario today in replacement of uh, Charlie Gonzalez, so I'm in the studio, and we have another special guest in the studio also, and uh, Anthony, go ahead, introduce. That's right, and out of Manhattan, 43rd Street, the Manhattan monster himself, Lawrence Grant, LG, talk to us, brother. What up, what up, what up? What's going on to all my fellow Teamsters brothers and sisters out there? That's right. So we got uh, two business agents on the panel today with us, and uh, we're going to be moving forward. Heck, is anything you want to... Say before we get started here. As far as what? What do you want? You got a, you got a, you got a whole show for you. For today. I, I know we got so much to talk about because so many things has happened over the last weeks. And again, I apologize to all the listeners. We took a couple of weeks off. We had a uh, some scheduling conflicts, and we also wanted to spend some time with our families. So we apologize for that. But we are back on the air, and we're here to inform and educate the best we can. That's right. And now, uh, just to uh, give everyone a heads up, the ballots are out. Uh, the ballots went out on March 26th, and you should have every ballot in the mail. And the executive board, myself, and uh, I, I'm sure I speak for Vinny Perone and uh, Scott Damone and Lawrence Grant, that we encourage everyone to uh, vote yes on this contract, even though you have the negativity out there uh, from the OE board saying that this contract doesn't, it's not good, but, you know, how can they say it's not good when they the one who was negotiating this contract for the last 14 months, and now they uh, and now they want to say the contract is no good. So, I mean, for the four, uh, the four um, um, meetings that we had with the company, uh, we, I think we accomplished more than uh, 14 months. So would you say that, uh, Lawrence? I definitely say that, um, you know, these guys, they 
sitting going back and forth and for us to only get what is it four three or four meetings we had and you know we did come up with some pretty good ideas and pretty good things for the members you know i'm a little baffled about some things that we wish we could have got for the insiders and part-timers um but unfortunately we, were, we weren't able to because they were already taken off the table but um we still have time um we got another contract in another four years so we'll definitely be looking forward to push harder for some of the part-timers and inside workers to have something better in the contract well that's great uh in the next three years i'm sure um hopefully you guys would be able to work something better uh i mean as far as this contract goes um i think everybody out there should stop listening to all the negativity do your homework look at what they what these guys were able to actually get for us you know i i know that you guys and and listen at the end of the day we all want more obviously i mean we deserve more we always do you know we're hard-working people we all bust our ass out there and the company's just getting richer off of our backs all the time and you know it's a little disconcerting sometimes when you think about you know when you go into contracts and what you have to fight for but we had a, a great committee they put a great committee together um they even had members of the old committee and we had them on the air here not too long ago, and they spoke about the difference between, between the new committee, the old committee, from the old executive board to the new executive board, everything that they put into it. And, uh, I mean, my vote for the contract will be yes as well. Um, I suggest for all you guys that are still on the fence about it, just, you know, read it over, think about it, and, you know, do your best. But listen, at, just make sure you vote. Whether it's a no or a yes, that's your right. That's your, your given right. You know, go out there and make sure you at least do take the time to look it over and 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 give us a vote that's what's important because a lot of times especially with these contracts you know sometimes guys don't come out and vote even with the election that happened just recently the the numbers on the vote even though the executive board uh experience matters won um you know i thought the numbers were a little low we should have had a bigger turnout but you know thankfully i feel the right guys uh got the job and uh we're going to continue moving forward here <clears throat> Now, uh, one thing that I wanted to bring up was the uh, the uh, rank and file education conference that happened uh, this weekend. It was it was very educational. It, I had an amazing time and I met some very, 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 very strong minded and strong willed individuals. Uh, I, I was able to. Hey, Hector, I finally met uh, Juan Campos at a local 705 in Chicago. Nice. Yeah, that was that was pretty awesome. You know, talking to him. I I, you gotta yeah so i had yeah no so basically you know uh i thought meeting him was was you know it was it was a pleasure to meet him he he had a lot of great insight he gave a great speech you know uh telling the guys about how we're moving forward hold on one second just press that button right What's there going on no, no, nah, nah, we're trying to work out a little technical difficulties yeah. over here. <laughs> well, you know, I, I do want to uh, continue talking about this negativity that's out there in the union. And then, you know, you have I, I went to the 43rd Street for the past couple of days and uh, and the negativity with uh, Mark Johnson, uh, the do nothing at a Forster that uh, he did nothing as a B.A. in Forster. 
and he's going around telling people to vote no to the contract. He had nothing to do with this contract. He never was in the committee. He was just in the executive board. And I just want to put it out there that, you know, that how can they say vote no to this contract? Now, let me let me just start from the beginning how we went into this uh, to this uh, contract. We went into the contract with seven TKOs already said and done by Danny Montavo and his crew. Now, the when we spoke to the old uh, committee guys, they remember four. They don't remember the three because the three was uh, uh, talked out of, uh, you know, in, in uh, separate without the committee involved. So we went in there with seven corny ass seven TK. I mean, tell me if I'm wrong, uh, Lawrence Grant, um, that uh, we went we went in there with some bullshit TLKs as far as uh, training. uh uh, school for training, uh, one uh, request low. And, you know, and if we didn't do what we did in the past four meetings, we would have wind up with just these seven TKOs, which were bullshit TKOs. And that's what that's what it would have went. And you would have also said, oh, the contract sucks, too. Now, we had we had a privilege to go into the contract and do something with the four meetings that we had and get language on the 22 fours, which they're going to have a big problem with because they, they didn't know how to use the VCDs. They ain't going to know how to use the 22 fours. And now all this shit that they were threatening to lay off on a Saturday that just came up that uh, they want to uh, drop the Saturday guys back to Monday through Friday. They don't know or have a clue what the fuck is going on with these 22 fours. So everyone's worried about, oh, they're going to take away our overtime. I mean, this is why we are here at this point, because everyone was complaining that they don't have enough time with their family. So they came up with these 22 four jobs. And now you're going to have time with the family. And now you're complaining that you're not going to have the overtime. So we can't have it both ways. So, I mean... Us going into this contract with those seven TKOs that were piece of shit and, and, and for the O executive board to go around and say this contract sucks. It's your contract, uh, O executive Eddie, uh, Eddie Viata and, uh, Danny Montawa. This is your contract. We just went in there to tweet it a little bit better for the membership. That's all we did. We, we could, we didn't have enough time to, to, to make it. We had the 14 months. Believe me, we would have had a great contract because the way, uh, Vinny Perone was, uh, um, bargaining and then Scott Damone and everyone that was in the committee uh, bargaining uh, bill, uh, we would have had a better contract. We had more time. We didn't have that time. We had only four meetings with the company. And I guess the last meeting with the company was like an emergency meeting that they called us on a Thursday and come to Friday. And then they wanted to settle a lot of things. And then, um, and the dollar seventy-five. I mean, the dollar seventy-five is a big issue. You know, it was a big issue, but now it isn't a big issue because we got more than we bargained for. So I, I, I believe this contract is a yes for me. I don't know, Lawrence, it's for you. Nah, it's definitely a yes for me as well. How about you, Anthony? Oh yeah, I'll, I will be voting yes, absolutely. I mean, I, I, I like that they got something for the uh, newer guys. They were able to get that fifteen minutes back. I mean, a lot of guys haven't never had that or even know what that is. You know, that'll give them a, a good hour and 15 minutes of basically free money at the end of the week. Um, I love the uh, the dishonesty language, the added the added paragraph in the dishonesty language. I think it's huge. It's going to help a lot of guys from getting from losing their jobs. I mean, you know, and again, there, there are restrict there are restrictions on the 22 fours, which is a big a big deal. A lot of people didn't get any restrictions on the 22 fours, so I think you know, as members, we have to monitor that ourselves. 
you know everybody's like oh it's all the executive board and you guys got to do something about it and it's yeah they do but at the end of the day we're the ones that when we see something we have to say something Mm -hmm. so if you guys want to make sure that we hold them to these restrictions we as members out there what we see when we see them abusing the 22-4s when you see the 22-4s doing things out of their job classification that they're not supposed to be doing because there are restrictions you got to say something you know bring it up to a steward let your steward handle it from there if they don't do it then you already know the uh, steward will handle it and take it over to the business agent and the business agents from what i've seen have been doing their job so i think we should be fine um, so yeah, I will. I will be voting yes. And and you know what? For the older guys about to leave, that four hundred dollar pension, it's a big deal for them. You know, and I I feel like there was a little bit for everybody. And like Lauren said earlier, I feel like maybe it would have been nice to get a little more for the part timers, especially because I was a preloader. I know what it's like to bust my ass waking up real early in the morning loading trucks. It's not an easy job. Um, but again, in three years' time, when we sit back at the table again, I believe that uh, we're going to get some serious uh, traction on some of this. And Scott Damone, I'm sure he's still working on his uh, on his plan for to, to getting these guys that deserve their 15 an hour. You know that didn't get it. You know some of these guys, I believe, in Long Island, if I'm if I'm correct. Yes. And uh, you know, and Westchester as well. well, You know, these these guys, everybody that's doing that job should be at least starting at fifteen an hour. Oh, I also had a question about that. Do you guys know if um the guys who now getting fifteen an hour are they going to get seventy cents on top of that, or do you or do you guys know if uh, they're going to have to? They're not going to be getting like a retro check for. Or are they getting retro check for if they haven't got to fifteen? Are they going to get like a retro check from August? For all the money that they're, they're they've been waiting on, or you know you know just know if that was worked out or not. That's <laughs> that's a good question. Yeah, um, there's a lot of back and forth with, with that. Um, that they definitely have a retro check from um, August to December. Um, we're still trying to figure out about if they're going to continue getting a raise. It might be something that we would because um, the company is going to take this probably try to take the stance on well they're above progression already. Right. So. Um, it's probably going to be something we might have to arbitrate and um, see how we could go forward with that because, um, you know, just because, you know, minimum wage went up to 15 shouldn't stop, you know, the members from receiving a 70 cents and 75 cents moving forward um, as the contract progresses. So we just have to wait right now to see, but we're definitely looking into it as an executive board. Vinny is making phone calls, Scott's making phone calls, and we're just trying to narrow it down to see exactly what's going to happen. Uh, well, I love to see the the attentiveness of this uh, executive board. I mean, you guys are out there, and I mean, I, I've been with the company a long time. You know, like I told everybody, everybody knows uh, I've been around for almost 25 years, and I've seen a lot of executive boards. But you guys have been showing a serious presence. You know, unlike a lot of uh, executive boards in the past. I mean, even with the good executive boards we had in in the past, like going back to Howie Redman and 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 guys that you know used to fight real hard. Uh, the the presence sometimes it was it's, sometimes you wouldn't see them as often and you guys are like at every, every I see all the posting the check ins on Facebook you guys are really doing your thing um, I, I I'm very appreciative when I see the when you guys come down in, in an area full force and and Vinny comes down with Tony and 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 Mark Cohen and you guys come with a nice big large group uh, just recently you guys uh, when when you guys first were able to get this uh, the information for the contract and we had meetings i saw on facebook meetings were being held at a lot of the buildings from long island to 
to Manhattan, to Queens, to, to Brooklyn, and you guys would all show up and, and give a nice little tutorial on what was going on with the contract. That was great. And even as of recent, Vinny Perone comes down again, and, and they came to Foster Avenue recently just because of there's a lot of harassment going on sometimes. And, um, you know, they were coming down to, uh, to educate the members on how to handle certain situations because a lot of guys put themselves in harm's way by doing things, especially now because I don't want to say we're at war, but, you know, they, they, they're, they're fighting tip for tat, you know, and it's like we, we get an inch, they want to take a yard, and it's like back and forth, and, you know, we, we fight to get our guys the right amount of request loads, then they want to go and OJS a guy that's on a request load, and then, you know, and, and it's like, it, it gets a little annoying, so I, I love the fact that Vinny came down. Uh, they gave a nice. He gave a nice little, uh, a few great words there, and and gave the guys a, a little knowledge on how to handle certain situations. And he had this great. Uh, <laughs> he had these props. He brought a, an empty bottle, and he threw it on the ground. And he was explaining how 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 this is what this is basically the company and how we're handling. And he trinkles some little pebbles on it, and he goes, and this is how we want to do it. And he stomps on the on the <laughs> on the bottle with his foot. So I thought that was pretty cool. I mean, I I love the way Vinny sometimes just has a way with words, you know, and, and getting his point across. And I think. <clears throat> I think a lot of guys. Uh, I I could see the faces of the guys in the crowd, you know, and they were really they were really feeling uh, what he was saying. And then right after the meeting, they go right into the building well, and start doing what they I, do. I, I want to tell you something about Vinny. Vinny hates being at the hall. I mean, he hates uh, that he's uh, at the hall. I mean, he's the principal officer. He should be at the hall, but he likes being out there at the centers and 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 making those managers uncomfortable when he gets into that center. And it's a good thing because now everyone is uh, is appreciating that the. The president of our local is is not only sitting in his ass behind a uh, desk that he's actually going out there and making these managers uh, very very uncomfortable, and that's a good thing. And and I get a lot of uh, uh, guys with twenty five years coming up to us and saying, uh, "Wow, it's amazing how you guys changed this local, changed it around. That the manager is now scared when you guys walk into the building." And you know he he said he remind me of uh, I reminded him as a uh, Jerry Manita I think I, I don't even know the name but he was with the Ron Carey a group that when he used to walk in the building everybody used to all the supervisors used to just scatter like roaches and um, and he says he's getting the same feeling back from those days uh, with our executive board so big up to our executive board right oh yeah oh yeah. Um, I had a very positive story I wanted to share with you guys, and and this is what I love about the show that we can uh, that we can talk about stuff that's happening that shows brotherhood. And there was a story that happened in my building at Forster Avenue that really uh, kind of touched me a little bit. And I want to share it with you guys and and tell me what you guys think about it. There was a full time helper at a out of uh, our brother Eugene Braswell Center, the steward over there at uh, I believe at Fort Hamilton. I mean, I'm sorry, Marine Park. And uh, one of the full-time helpers has uh, a baby, I, I mean a child, about two years. And the, the child, when he was on his way to work, went into the building in the morning. And he found out as soon as he got there that uh, the child had suffered two-degree burns. And he needed to meet with his family, like, ASAP at the hospital. And another brother from another center, which was, I believe, Times Plaza, just heard the story as he was walking by. <clears throat> And right away offered because the guy didn't have a car or a way to get there. He right away offered his car 
and told him, here, take my car, go do what you got to do. You know, he didn't even really know him. He's a, a full-time, this is a full-time driver that only has a few years, uh, a young guy by the name of Kendrum Taffa. We call him Scrappy. <laughs> and, and and he's only got a few years in. I believe he's got maybe, uh, I think maybe five years in. And this full-time helper has a lot of years. And he just heard the story. And you're talking about a brother from a center helping out another brother that's a full-time helper. Just told him, here, take this car and just go, man. Go take care of your family. And I thought that was huge, man. And and that's the kind of brotherhood and, and what we need from one another. Just being able to lean on somebody. Just walking by and hearing about something like that. And just saying, you know what? Here, take my car. Go do what you got to do. You know? So I thought that was a pretty awesome uh, little story there. <clears throat> Definitely. Um, I'm surprised uh, that Lawrence Grant is freaking quiet today. I'm about to get on you. Oh, okay. <laughs> because but, I know you got a mouth, bro. I'm trying to be calm, cool, culture, you know. <laughs> but um, I'm surprised Hector didn't start it off. But um, I think we should take a moment of silence for our brother Lamont Scott from the Brush Out Building, right, Hector? That's correct. That's correct. Um, we, were, we were gonna do a, a last uh, excitement on that because yeah. a couple of brothers that uh. That uh that passed away in our union, but we could do that now if you want. Yeah, we got a couple of brothers passed away over the last few weeks. Um, we're gonna do a little, uh, you know, a little memorandum for the guys, um, including the last one who just passed away from Brush Avenue. It's pretty sad. Uh, he also has his wife Cynthia Scott, who's running a GoFundMe page. So if you guys can find it and try to help out with the funeral arrangements in any way that you can, that would be nice and appreciated. Um, also, uh, Dave Healy also passed away. Uh, I know uh, Joan Elaine Miller knew him. Uh, another, A few other people knew him. He was a good guy. Also passed away. And also a Richard Campos, a feeder uh, driver that ended up becoming a porter, also passed away. So a little moment of silence for those three guys, if you guys don't mind. Okay, okay, brothers and sisters, thank you for that moment. Um, you know, we always acknowledge the guys who put their time in with this company and passed away, and and it's important for us not to, not to, you know, 
let's not forget these guys. They they are the ones that fought here before us, and uh, they're the reason that we're here still fighting today. And, um, you know, our hearts go out to them, our condolences to them, friends, their family, and all their brothers and sisters at Teamsters and locals all over the country. Uh, we would like to get into a little bit of talking about this uh, Teamster Rank and File Education Conference that happened over this weekend where I met some really awesome people. Uh, you get to to meet um, people from all over the local. We met people out of Rhode Island, uh, New England, uh, Chicago. It was a really great classes that they had. Um, to start off, they had four classes right off the back. One was uh, getting the goods to win your UPS grievance. We had another class called Grievance Handling, Best and Worst Practices. Uh, another one, Be an Effective Steward for UPS Part-Timers and Inside Workers. And uh, the fourth one was Ending Givebacks and Transforming the Teamsters. So those were the first four workshops. And, you know, you were able to pick one of them. And, uh, you know, they lasted for a few hours, you know, and went on from, I think, uh, 10 to about, I think it was like uh, 11 to 12.30 or, or 10 to 12.30, something like that. Then we broke for lunch. And, um, oh, man, they had some really good food, too. They had some great, uh, they, they ordered those big heroes. They were delicious. <laughs> so my shout out to David Levine and some of those people over at TDU for, for having some really good food and, and creating this little group where we could all get together and, uh, and, and have a good time and talk about, you know, how to handle stuff with the company. Uh, and I heard, I heard it was a close, uh, uh, close uh, house. I mean, they, yeah, uh, they, they sold closer. out. They yeah. sold it out, huh? Yeah, they sold A lot it of out. 804 members were um, afforded to go to this uh, conference education uh, and part of education from the 804 executive board. A lot of guys didn't pay to get into this education. Uh, the 804 executive board paid, uh, which the union paid for those education, and we're going to continue doing uh, education to the members because that's what we lack of here. And a lot of people don't know a lot of things about uh, how to write a grievance, how to how to approach a supervisor, and and starting the grievance process. So we're going to do all those educations here in uh, local 804. And again, they are very informative. It was, it was, I learned things that I was like, you know, I was blown away. I really was. I, I never thought that there were so many ways to handle situations, especially after uh, the first four. You were able to choose another four, uh, one of the four of the workshops. One of them also was how to win your, your uh, subs, your soups working grievances. Uh, also, how the company, how to use the company's own words and documents against them, which was uh, the one that I did, which was really good with the uh, lawyer. Uh, um, what's his name again? Josh uh, Pomerantz, I believe. Right. And uh, picket line uh, tactics. Let me correct that. That's our director of operations. Director of operations. All right. <laughs> he was he was really good, very knowledgeable. I mean, he he really spoke to us and and he taught us a lot. And guys were really like, I mean, you could see you couldn't hear a pin drop. Guys were just completely like listening to what's going on uh i thought this one was interesting i didn't get to go to this one but it was pick uh, picket line tactics at strike time uh, the do's and don'ts you know for <laughs> for god forbid we ever have to go on a strike or we have a you know just a couple of tactics on how to do stuff and uh the last one was uh how to protect yourself on an ojs i noticed a lot of the newer members will go into that one which was really good because a lot of times on an OJS, you know, there are things you can and things you can't do. So you got to be very careful, especially when there are uh, big brothers always watching. 
To be honest with you, you know, I spoke to a lot of guys there. That a lot of guys I didn't even expect to show up. It was, it was really surprising to me. And as I was speaking to them, you know, a lot of them was like, you know, very surprised at what they learned there. You know, even though all the bad that they hear about TDU this and TDU that, but they was appreciative and 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 very happy with all the information they got and information that they could ask for when filing grievances and stuff like that. So, you know, it was a really good turnout. And a lot of guys, a lot, when I tell you a lot, was, you know, they were very appreciative for the time to come out on a Sunday to do that. So Exactly. And I, w I wasn't able to go there because I went to visit my uh, grandson in Florida. So uh, the first time I, 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 I uh, get to meet my grandson. and But I'm hearing that uh, that uh, Andrew Geddens, Geddens is the name? Uh, registered to go there, and we the the union paid for him to get educated, and he never showed up to the to the classes. I mean, I, you know, I I I don't even like um, I don't even like uh, to be honest with you. When it comes to certain people that uh, that put up a lot of negative comments and feedbacks and and posts, I don't even like to bring up their names a lot because I don't even want to divert the energy there. Uh, guys like that, I, I personally feel sometimes, you know, there are members and everybody has a voice, obviously, but uh, there's a time and a place to say certain things. And uh, if you're not trying to inspire and if you're not trying to to get these to, to, to build unity and to build solidarity, then then what's the point? You know what I mean? Right. Well, I mean, if you're going to register and uh, have the union pay for it, show up at least. That's, that. yeah. Because we could have had another body. We could have had another body go there instead of him. You know, if he wasn't going to go, then don't go. Yeah, you know? absolutely. And if you're going to go, go. I mean, but, you know, it was other uh, people. We had, we had other members we had to turn down because it was a, a packed house. It was. It was. I, I got the email from... Uh, from Dave Levine, and he told me, uh, listen, we can't get any more guys because I got a whole bunch of guys out of my building, and I made those guys accountable. And I told them right off the back, if you guys don't show up, you know, uh, I'm not going to let the union take the fall for that. I'm going to take the $50 out of my pocket. So remember, if you don't show up, you're taking 50 bucks from me. So, uh, and I, I waited to the last name of the guys, and I saw the last guy, and I'm like, oh, man, this guy, he better show up. <laughs> this guy's only got two years on the job, but, man, he came in not not even, like, ten minutes before it started. And I was like, oh, wow, you're lucky you made it. That's shout-out to my young brother, Solomon Harris. I appreciate him showing up there at the last minute. A lot of good guys showed up. And, and you know what? I know a lot of people are scared and they listen to they talk about TDU like they're some kind of I don't know soul stealing machine like that makes no sense. Uh, I mean when you read the, what it says it says Teamsters for a Democratic Union a movement dedicated to strengthening and rebuilding our union. They're just trying to help guys. I mean uh, if any any forum that's bringing everyone together to educate them and and the and the the graciousness of the executive board to put out that kind of money to pay i believe there was like almost 150 or 200 people there you know to pay for all those people to be there they're they're paying it on their you know on the on the money that they collected on the money that they've gotten yeah of course it's our dues money some of the times yeah it is what it is but it's not the money wasn't coming directly out of your pocket it's not like you're paying dues and then paying another 50 bucks out of your pocket to go to this the union was doing it for us and it was it was an amazing experience and not just to to be around your own brothers and sisters from your own um local but to be around people from chicago providence rhode island like it, they they t 
TDU finds a way to bring everyone. And together. that was just a little one in, in New York. Yeah. Uh, the major one, the conference is in Chicago, and that's when you get guys from California, the Midwest, Texas. They all come together in one uh, one conference. I go to that conference every fucking year. I mean, every year I'm in that conference uh, because it's always something for me to learn new because, you know, I learned a lot of things from the TDU conference, but now I always go every year because it's always something new to learn. I mean, you don't have to be a TDU member to uh, go to these uh, conferences. You can go to the conference and get educated. I mean, I... I, I I think everyone should go to the Ch- Chicago one because the Chicago one is more more bigger and a lot more teamsters that you meet from across the country. Yeah, I agree, and I definitely want to go to the one in Chicago. That I mean, just to experience this one, uh, I already know that the one in in Chicago, and especially the way you explain it, with like this one had a few members from around the country, but I could imagine that one would be on a greater scale. Um, if for those interested, the conference will be in November. Uh, and it will be in Chicago, you know, save up a few bucks. All you got to do is, you know, pay for a plane flight and uh, get yourself a little hotel. Uh, they had a, a, a raffle for, for for the guys, and one of the guys won, and I believe it's like a 100 and something bucks, is it, for, for registering? Uh, and, and he was able to win it, and he was really excited about it, you know? That's good. Yeah. And was, also, if, if you're really interested in going, um, you can reach out to them, and they actually take payment plans and for for it, you know, where you yeah. can um, you, you don't have room. to pay it all in one shot. Nah, you can, you know, they book everything for you now, your flight, your airfare, and everything. Oh right. wow! And then they, you know, they take payments from you on a weekly basis, you know, to pay it off between now and November. So this. Oh way, wow! I didn't even know that. Thank you, yeah. Everything out at And you time. also, and you save a lot of money when you room with someone. I'd never room with anyone because I'm the biggest snorer in the <laughs> in the whole hotel. <laughs> I snore a lot, so no one wants to room with me. I mean, <laughs> believe me, I had experience with that. Uh, Jay uh, Santiago says that uh, the last time he ruined with he ruined with me. He opened the door and he thought it was a a bear coming to attack him. <laughs> yeah, you mentioned something about your feet too, Hector. Oh man! <laughs> Whoa! Nah, not my feet. I'm gonna get into the feet. <laughs> get into the feet. I got good feet. What the fuck you talking about? <laughs> Oh man! I also met uh, Pete uh, DeVries. Also, he's a pit bull out of Chicago. He he gave uh, uh, one of the uh, workshops that I sat in with on on grievances. And let me tell you, it was so educational, man. This guy's a real pit bull. He had he had he's a wealth of knowledge. This guy sitting in there with him, listening to him. I was in there, and I think Frank uh, Frank Whalen, who's who's listening right now, he was in there with us too. Uh man, this this guy was really was re- and they had this video, they had this video he put up about a a, a situation between like uh, two inside employees, uh, a supervisor getting into it with like one of the uh, local store people or something like that, and it was it, it made us some points made us laugh because the 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 situation that was happening and how the business agent and how the steward were handling it and how the company side of it. It was like, whoa, it was like, yeah, you know, it was, it was, yep, you, you're right, Frank, it was very good and very educational. 
Uh, well, let's see. Let's see what we got going on on the page here. I see a couple of people posting stuff, and I'm. Well, if, anyone, if anyone wants to call, the number is three four seven four zero three zero seven zero five. The number again is three four seven four zero three zero seven zero five. The line is open. If you want to call in and uh, ask questions to Lawrence Grant or myself or Anthony Rosario, which is the host of the new uh, What the Heck show, and uh, I don't want to take over the show again. Okay, it's all right. Go ahead, man. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, anyway. Anyone that's interested in have a question or a question or anything, you can call 347-403-0705. All right. Uh, Dana or uh, Kaz, you guys know Dana Kaz? Yeah, Dana Dana, Dana is from uh, uh, Philadelphia local. I think his, uh, his uh, supplement is still up in the air. I'm yeah. not sure. Well, I know he says, uh, uh, don't mean to burst everyone's bubble, but I don't post on brown cafe someone or some people have posted as dana 623 two hours over one hour over 623 stewart and several more not none of them are him and again he does not post on that site so if yeah you guys, they, somebody try to swap him yeah they've, to, they've been trying to get me to hate uh dana because someone is uh using either his name or whatever on brown cafe and all they talk about is the what the heck shows the piece of shit show and this and that and oh that. really so i always thought you know i i confronted i called uh dana myself and dana says i don't talk that way you know that's not me so it is somebody else using dana's name in the brown cafe that's uh that's uh, trying to, you know, trying to make some beef between me and him. So that sounds like a site that I'm gonna have to jump into, and I'll see if we can. Oh, uh, you don't want to jump into that site. That that site is so full of shit. Yeah. I mean, I mean, really. I mean, these guys, they got they got names like Belly, Billy Bob, Belly, uh, Belly, Belly, whatever, and they talk <laughs> so much smack. I mean, they are so hoffer. They are so up. Hoffer's, oh, those are Hoffer's, yeah, those are Hoffer's Hoffer's site. Hoffer's yeah. site. Okay. It's a Hoffer's site, and they so up Hoffer's ass. They don't know you can You don't know when their head begins and their feet uh, ends. But I mean, they talk so much shit, and they don't even know what the fuck they're talking about. Sometimes I, I can't believe this guy has so much support across the country in certain places. Like I, I really what don't. What's the name? Is the name? Man. Um, Hector Dana. Dana responded. They said no. They voted yes. Western PA is still out. Oh yeah, they voted yes. All right, he's from uh, six two three, I believe, in uh, uh, Pennsylvania. Dana is very, very educated. Right? Uh, he knows the contract. He got. He's one of those guys that got the contract stuffed up to his ass the last time uh, because Hoffa just just didn't give a fuck about their votes and just stuff it up their ass. And uh, this time around, I guess they voted yes. So, um, also. Um I would like to give a shout out to a guy by the name of Greg Kerwood. This guy, uh, out, out of on his own time, on his own time, has been helping inform members on how to uh, how to uh, use their four hundred one k. He's opened nice. a four hundred one k resource page, and you know the the guy is he's, he's a wealth of knowledge as well. Uh, he's very good with numbers. I mean, from the looks of things, and when I read his stuff, he's like a, a, a mathematician or something. Um, the guy's really good with numbers, and he was—he opened a page on just he. When I spoke, when I when watched his page, he was basically started doing classes and helping out guys in his own, uh, you know, building and 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 teaching guys how to how to do, um, you know, their four hundred one k and how to invest their money and how to be smart about it. And you know, he he's basically a guy that's just trying to help guys not lose money. He wants guys that you know that are young to 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 start 
putting money away, being smart, so that they when they get into their older years at UPS, you know, they they they, they have something to show for it. You know, and he's doing this on his own time, and he's a a UPS package car driver. And let me tell you, you guys know the hours that we put in, or or guys that have put in the hours as package car drivers know the amount of time that you have. And he does this on his own time, you know. And I thought that was uh, a really really great thing for a member to do for other members. And I asked him to call in later. He's probably going to call around four o'clock so that we can do a little Q and A with him in case anybody has any questions on their four hundred one k. And uh, he reached out to me and said he would. So uh, we would be looking forward to speaking to Greg later. Um, uh, I wanted to talk a little about. I know you guys. We were talking last time about the LM twos that were coming out. Speaking right. about money, right. since uh, this is where we're a going. A lot of money. A lot of money. A uh, lot of money. The LM twos were recently made available. Uh, you guys can all go on to the what is it? The labor uh, relations uh, website. Yeah, it's called the OLMS. Something, gov dot gov dot gov, and uh, you could check out the reports on the money that was spent. Um, and uh, Hector, well, well, I mean, I haven't been able to find the page. I don't know if I'm having technical difficulties or whatever. But uh, is there anything that you saw? I mean, or? of course, it's, it's out there though. The Walter Kane, uh, lawyer for the past three years at, with the O Executive Board, that we the members voted out at one point when Eddie uh, Edwin um, wanted to uh, get him out of because he wasn't fit for you know it was a little bit too later than game you know that was his uh, political gain if he gets rid of Walter Kane to piss off Danny Montavo that was running against him you know but it all worked out that you know Danny Montavo got his way got Eddie out and then brought uh, Walter Kane right back into the hall oh boy. Uh, against the members uh, uh, against the members and uh, the the amount of money that they spend on Walter Kane and company was. Uh, crazy. Uh, it, it shows five five hundred and fifty four thousand dollars in the past three years. But uh, if we calculate everything that, as far as what he done, and uh, it's one point three million dollars. Now, if you see wow. on the LM two forms, um, they started with forty. I believe uh, it was a five point nine million dollars when they first took office that they had uh, as every you know as our our money. Uh, and this LM2 form, now you see that's $4.6 million. So it was a lot of spending going on between the three years of the last executive board. Uh, right now, us, we're, we're trying to catch up to a lot of things that we're not spending on now. So it's a good thing because now we're showing that we're bringing back the money back to the membership uh, by spending less money than these guys were an attorneys. We do have an in-house attorney, which we call them the... the, the we don't have an in-house attorney. We have a director of operations. Oh, director, director of operations. Uh, okay. <laughs> he corrected me. Uh, we have a director of operations. We have a director of operations that happens to have a law degree. Exactly. The DOO. Exactly. <laughs> we're, we're spending a lot less money on this director of operations. We're not spending $1.3 million. Uh, it's good for the membership. Uh, we're going to bring back, hopefully, uh, we'll bring back that money back to uh where that we're not spending a whole lot of money so uh the lm2 the lm lm2 yeah, forms shows you everything what what's up lawrence raul told me to correct you and say the 550k was for last year only oh wow well raul should be here 
Uh, <laughs> and he shouldn't be talking shit from uh, texting you. The Raul, the uh, Raul, Raul is fifteen. If Raul is fifteen feet away from here, from the studio, <laughs> and he's he just don't. He says I'll be there. He's full of shit too. <laughs> well, you know, I, I it's, it's the, the Montabo uh, thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, I know. I know he's listening. Like motherfucker, that son of a bitch. <laughs> that son of a bitch is blowing me up right now. Oh. But anyway, uh, and then you know what pisses me off the fucking most is that you know move on. You lost the fucking election. Move on. Let's 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 bring back local eight hundred four. Uh, back to it, we used to have it together. Instead of being so negative out there and uh, saying that this contract sucks, the, I mean, the whole old executive board is voting no on this contract because they want to, because they know they they fucked up for the fourteen months. Fourteen months. Who's eating crackers? That's uh, uh my boy over here, LG. Oh, yeah. LG. LG's munching on some muffins. Uh, <laughs> I, thought I, was, I thought I was gonna come there and have a gourmet milk cooked and all. Right? Oh yeah, nah. You're yeah, in the chips wrong and house. Peanuts. <laughs> chips you, and peanuts. That's right. You're lucky you got chips and peanuts. <laughs> but anyway, uh, and it, and it surprises me that these guys are going around fucking saying that this contract sucks. That it, you vote no, and they the ones they are ninety percent of this contract. So they're making themselves look stupid that they had all that time to negotiate a good contract, and now they're telling everyone voted no. It sucks. So they're making themselves look stupid. That means they wasn't ready, they wasn't able, and they wasn't. Uh, uh, educated enough to do a contract for our members. Us going in there for four the four meetings, we got shit done. We yeah. got shit done. We got language on certain things. You know, a lot of people are not going to be happy. But who? I mean, you can't make everyone happy. Everyone's going to have a, a a shit face of oh, the, you, you could have got this, you could have got that. Yes, we could have got this, and we could have got that. And we were there fourteen months earlier. But we wasn't there 14 months early. The old executive board. So you should go to them and say, why you couldn't get this and why you couldn't get that? Yeah. And it's funny, too, that they're over there they're promoting the, the vote no because uh, some of the TOKs that are actually on there is because of them. So, you know, that, that just doesn't make any sense. Um, well, we oh, the, we were talking earlier about Dana and his uh, the contract. He says here that um, they actually did vote yes on the last one. So it's the other... Uh, uh, side of Pennsylvania that still hasn't uh, uh, Western Pennsylvania still out still no not but not them. Um, I mean I mean think about this I mean if we vote no on this contract half are probably we're gonna lose everything that's on this uh, TOKs now and half are just gonna shove the fucking contract down our fucking throat. So you rather you know have a little something and not let this fucking guy be a bully and fucking shove it up our asses or we sh you know or have a little something. I mean we have language that. A lot of, excuse me, a lot of locals don't have on the 22 fours as far as inside work of what can they do and what can they not do. And I'm, I believe to my, I swear to God, I believe that this company don't know exactly what they're going to do with the 22 fours. I really don't know. Well, at least we got some restrictions on them. Uh, I was also hearing that uh, Mark Johnson was supposed to show up for a member. Yeah, and uh, and uh, and of course, uh, as usual, was a it was a no, no show, call, no show. Yeah, yeah. You know? He uh, he was supposed to show to a panel case to represent a member that was out in the street, 
and with his uh, input, would even though Dave uh, Citron still did his thing and still got the we got his job back, but even the cooperation that we were supposed to get from the old executive board and uh, Mark Johnson, we even sent him an excuse to get off uh, the truck and to come and get pay his eight hours to you know to help uh, get this guy's job back. But he was a no call, no show. So. That's what that's what kind of uh, response we get from the old executive board. We also got Jamie Haynes here. What's up, Mister Jamie Haynes? Uh, this is the guy with the fifty thousand questions. He's got no hard questions. Yeah, let's see what he, he's. Well, he's, he's actually making a statement, not a question, which is great. This is the first time I think I see him make a statement without a little question mark at the end of it. There needs to be one held at the local hall on a Sunday instead of paying yes. to send us somewhere I, else. I agree, but yeah. that's a statement. Uh, <laughs> it's not a question. It's not a hardcore question. It's not a hard hitting question. Exactly. But I, 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 I believe um, uh, he's right on that one. Uh, he, sh we should have some uh, meetings at the hall. Yeah. We should have some uh, some rookie meetings. We should have some uh, shop stewards that don't know what are the grievance procedures uh -huh. are and how, you know, the shop steward is the master griever. If you guys didn't know that, the master griever, the master griever. That's right. That's that's. For instance, a sample. If you uh, uh, you get violated, uh, Anthony, and you like, ah, I don't know. I don't want them to come after me. Uh, you know, this is uh, I really don't want it because this is what happens. Everyone thinks that is retaliation. Once you put a grievances, right now I'm putting in about a hundred and fifty grievances every week at the uh, Yorktown. I mean, I'm mean, sorry the Yonkers and Mount Vernon Center for a violation of uh, Article uh, 4 and 5, which is the start time article where they're starting after 9 o'clock. Now, if if you read the article, the article says that, you know, the company has to uh, notify the union and then they have to work something out before they change the start time. Well, no. The company is violating the contract because they are changing the start time before notifying the union. They notify the union after the facts. So that's a violation of that contract. So I'm putting in, I'm, you know, the last executive board, they were saying that to put in one whole uh, grievance, you know, one sheet of, you know, for all. No, that's too easy for the company. I'm putting in for each individual member that's being violated so they can take their time and have 24 hours to mark down whatever they uh, the disagree, um, deny or accept. Uh, they're going to take a long time to fill out those paperwork, and then I'm going to file them to a panel so he could be in the panel so when an arbitrator do rule against this, uh, uh, that these guys get paid for those 10 minutes that they took away from them. So I'm, I, every week I'm handing out 150 uh, grievances, and I, and I gladly do it for my shop stewards. I mean, in reality, they, they're supposed to put it together, but I do it. I go to the office and I get it all done to them, bring it to them. They hand it to their supervisors, and they got to answer those uh, grievances within 24 hours. Nice. Or they get, or they get another 150 grievances with Article 18 for not responding in the normal time. Nice, very well, very good. Um, God. And Jamie Haynes makes a good point here. He says, yes, the company has all the rookies under their arms. It's When we talk about ta having classes at the union hall, I think it's important to uh, guys that just may book and become part of our union, you know, bring them in, let them know it's part of a brotherhood. You know, you're, you're not just working for the company. You, you're a union man now, and, you know, uh, you have to learn about this fraternity, you know, this brotherhood that we have that we all look out for one another. 
you know and i know a lot of people they feel like they're a little nervous speaking to the young to the younger generation because they're different you know they're, they're different in their ways you know especially the millennials <laughs> um but you know there's always a way to make conversation with them you know i mean it's as easy as asking somebody for a delivery notice you know just to start a conversation like hey you got an extra delivery notice i'm out or you got an extra pen can i get one and then just start a conversation from there you know it's the little things start little conversations with these guys you know and, and build a trust with them you know and let them know what we're about so that the company doesn't take them under their wing and and basically just you know turn this person into a company man you know, we, we have to get the younger guys. We have to bring them in. We have to educate them. We have to let them know what the union is about because that's what's lacked in many of the years that I've been here is a lot of these guys, they come in, they make book. A lot of a lot of the, the young girls, That there's a lot of, you know, the employees at UPS is very diverse now. And uh, you have all ethnicities. You have uh, uh, all genders. And you know it's it's time for uh for a change. You know, bring these guys and and Jamie's right. Bring bring the young people into the union hall. Let them let them feel welcome. Let them know what this is about. You know, on 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 a weekend or if they can spare some time. You know, get a group of them, uh, people that just made book because the company right off the back takes them under their wing, starts telling them how to do things their way, and they don't really know what a union is. You know, so I think that's important. And uh, Jamie makes a very good statement there hard-hitting statement let's say <laughs> i have i have You're a, absolutely mm. right we also have to get back i know back when a lot of y'all started i know why y'all been around a lot longer mm -hmm. than me i only been around 12 years but when i first started we had you know the shop store or a business agent might have walked into the the training class you know and talked to us and give us and give us a good um you know speech on what is what it is about being a union nowadays when these guys come out of classes all they talking about is the person that ran the class oh this person said this this person said that um i think we have to have to get back into having a, the shop stewards in these training classes you know and talking to them giving them that that 15 20 minute talk about what it is to be a, a union person you know because the company is definitely taking that away from us and we really need to get back into that yeah, and I see uh, uh, some uh, concerns here for talking to the young guys. Uh, I, I just got a text from uh, f from somebody that wanted to remind uh, Anthony. How's those car wash uh, in Foster Avenue being bidded? Oh, they're, uh, I'm, I'm not exactly 100% sure, but they did put all the bid list up, and there are a lot of names on it. And from what I'm I believe they, the, the list just came down, and, and four guys were awarded jobs. I don't know who they are yet, so I'll find out next week for sure. And how long was that? It did not take long at all. As soon as Vinny came into the building that day a couple of weeks ago, uh, during the, I believe when he was speaking about the contract, that first meeting, um, you know, they went in there, they spoke, and next thing you know, uh, I believe it was a week or two after that, the bid lists were up, and, um, you know, uh, it looks like they're being awarded. There's also a new clerk position. Uh, if anybody's listening from Forster Avenue, there's a new uh, AM clerk position that's open. One of our guys moved in from the morning shift to the night shift, so there's another position available there, and uh, I believe those four core washers are, are, are they they should be it should be signed, sealed, and delivered. We'll find out next week for sure. Yeah, that's a good thing. Um, yeah, it, it was it was a good thing because that was one of the things that I had a problem with was the outsourced jobs, and I told Vinny about that, and uh, he said, you know, Vinny told me straight up, you know, listen, nothing happens overnight, but we will get it done. And you know what? He came true to his word like he usually does, and. Uh, one thing I love about a man that 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 
that when he gives his word, he keeps it. And that, that means everything. And also, I want to mention about the arbitration cases that uh, just uh, we recently was, uh, I think it was last Tuesday and Wednesday, we had about seven arbitration cases. And out of the seven, I believe it was five that we won and uh, three that we lost, Lawrence. Uh, you were there, I don't know. Yes, uh, we lost three cases. Um, the three cases that we lost was, um, they were all tied into the same case. Okay. But it's clearly that um, the arbitrator had very zero tolerance for drugs in the in the workforce. So um listen, you guys you have to <laughs> keep it off property. You know, the you know, it's getting harder and harder. I know it was um I think it was uh weed, but um it's becoming legal but at the same time we have to keep it out of you know, out yeah, of I mean, the if you're gonna smoke weed and sell weed, don't sell it at a fucking UPS facility. That's <laughs> that's for sure. Exactly, because you know Taking these cases is only making it harder and harder, man. So, you know, you guys got to be more mindful of what y'all doing out there, man. And I know we uh we won a very 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 great case that we we can't really talk about it because it's an ongoing case. But uh in in the in the days to come, uh once we uh finish up with the with the with the panel on this particular case, uh, uh a lot of members are gonna be very very happy because it's a big win. Uh, for the union, and um, it, it's, it's a good case. And uh, in the days to come, we'll we'll report about it. Uh, Anthony Rosario will report about it because we give the information. I give the information to uh, Anthony, and uh, he can report it to the members of what's going on in the panel cases. Uh, another thing is that, um, like I said, you know, we can't represent stupid. I mean, I mean, we we wanna we wanna represent everybody to the fullest. But when once if you're selling drugs and with cameras all over the place that you know how UPS has cameras all over the I mean the company has cameras all over the place don't do it in the facility man I mean you're gonna get caught and there's a lot of people that went down with it uh, and that stuff we cannot represent you know theft if you steal or if you steal a phone and you know. There's other needs that you, we have help for that. You know, if you're in, in financial help, you, you need financial help. We have a credit union. I mean, it, it could be done other ways without theft because that's a hard case to beat is theft. And talking about uh, a case that uh, Raul Molestina just handled on 43rd Street, which was a major uh, good thing also. This this guy was a, uh, he was, he was uh, come, it was, you know about this case, right, uh, Lawrence? Um, which case was that? This is the skateboard guy. Yes. Yes. So you know, it, you know, you can't drink on the job. You can't. You can't. You can't do it. You get caught. They have the right to the, discharge you and uh, whatever the case may be. This case was going on for since the last executive board, and the last executive board told this guy to resign numerous times and told the uh, Izzy, the shop steward, uh, to please help help the executive board to help this guy to resign. And Izzy stood his ground and told him, no, he's not going to resign. We're going to take this to panel, whatever the case may be. And uh, now that we, we got into the to the board, uh, Raul made a couple of phone calls and a couple of talks to. And surprisingly, after the old executive board wanted this guy to resign, that he would not have a job. But now he is back to work on Monday. So that's a win for a member. 
and that's uh, that's how we do things. Uh, Lawrence Grant, myself, and you know, the whole other executive board, we don't take uh, no last chance agreements. We don't. We just fight to the to the fullest for the membership. So this is what we do out there. In case you guys didn't notice. No, I I believe a lot of people are noticing. Um, one thing that you said earlier. I mean, you can't you can't help stupid. <laughs> Uh, unfortunately, you know, guys that are dealing drugs or whatever the case is, I mean, what are you supposed to do to, and you're caught red-handed on camera, I mean, what are you going to do about that? That's unfortunate. And uh, I've seen some guys go because of uh, situations uh, where they're alcoholics or, you know, people are going through hard times. They end up using, you know, whatever it is to try to take their mind off of what's happening. Uh, we got a guy here talking about it. Um, seen many go because of alcohol. Yup. Also, uh, damn, I want to smoke a chill stick for lunch. I'm on break. I can't crack a few brews. <laughs> no, no, you can't, man. Not on break. Okay, Dana, <laughs> you crazy <laughs> bastard. Uh, no, I, I take alcoholism very seriously because, you know, at, at 17, I lost my father to um to alcohol disease, I call it it's a disease because sometimes people just don't know when to stop. You know, my father was a very young man when he passed away. He was only in his forties, and he died of cirrhosis. So I take that to heart. You know, uh, I drink. You know, I, I know everybody knows I've had my fair share of drinks as well, but I try to keep it for the weekends or you know once or twice a month. You know, but. Uh, you know, it, it, it's something that you got to be careful when you're doing it every day, you know, and if you know a member or you know somebody who's you're close with and they seem to be, you know, doing it often or way too often, you know, try to lend an ear, try to, you know, help them out a little bit. So sometimes there's nothing you can do about it, because like I said, it is a disease and, and it's very hard to to fight it. But, you know, at the same time, all you can do is is, is try to, you know, put out that olive branch you know try try to help the member out try to help out your brothers and sisters because that's what we're here for you know and um yeah it's 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 and we have help we have uh team care services right. that you can go on uh teamster local804.org and get all the information there in our website Let, uh, listen I'm, I'm very impressed with the website that we uh put up with uh this executive board because it's got a lot of what's that Oh, I'm oh sorry. we're getting hold the on. call. Yeah, hold on. <laughs> um, are they on? Hey, you're on, you're Union, on Power. Union Power Radio. This is uh, Tony Rosario. The hey, Greg Kerwood. What's up, man? How you? How we doing, brothers? How you doing, brother? How you doing, brother? I'm 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 doing good. Listen, I just, just want listening to your show. I'm enjoying it a lot. I've listened to it before, but right, right. He was telling me he was having problems uh, getting on the MixLR app because you know how sometimes that app <laughs> does act up once in a while. Um, listen, yeah. Greg, I just wanted to applaud your efforts. Uh, uh, again, I'm so glad you called. You have been, you know, you're, you're a true member. You're out there helping your brothers and sisters, just, just trying to show them how to try to be financially, you know, uh, knowledgeable and 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 you know, be able to save something so they have something to show for at the at the end of their career here at UPS so they can move on with their lives and enjoy retirement. So uh, I that's think... That's right. That's what we're all here for at the end that's of the right. day. That's right. And, and you know what? Not a lot of people take time out of their busy schedules to do that. So the fact that you're doing that, it's a big kudos to you, man. And, and we appreciate you. I appreciate you. And I'm sure there are a lot of members out there that appreciate it is what you're doing. Uh, do you uh, want to tell pleasure. us what local you're out of and what uh, state? 
I am out of Local 25, uh, just outside Boston, Massachusetts. Oh, all right. Shout out to Boston, Massachusetts. That's, that's Sean O'Brien's locals. Uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> our next, our next Sean president. B. Sean our next B. next president. That's right. Hopefully. That's right. Hopefully. Um, so, Greg, uh, tell us a little about your page, why you started it, and um, and how, 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 how has the feedback been? Uh, well... To be honest, uh, I used to do, I, I did a class with my guys in my building a while ago, and uh, I've dealt with a lot of people one-on-one, -on -one, and I was trying to find a way to do another class, and as you guys know, it's trying to get everybody together is just an absolute nightmare. And then, uh, in addition, I kept seeing posts with questions and stuff on the Vote No page and a lot of other places, and people were just getting some advice that was just off the rails. Atrocious. <laughs> and and so I would respond to those, and then I had some people reaching out to me from across the country through Messenger, you know, can you help me out? You know, seem to know what you're doing. And so it just kind of hit me all at once. Why don't I just do this, concentrate everybody in one place, and uh, that way we can help as many people as possible. Oh, man, that's awesome. So, so last, uh, it's only been not even a week, last Sunday night, I, I started the page and it has exploded. We're at <laughs> about 720 members, I think, at last count. Right, right. And uh, we had the live thing, which I think you watched on yes. Thursday, which was great. Yeah. And uh, everything's been great. Feedback's been great. I, I think we're helping people out, and I think we're going to get it done. So I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying it. I hope everybody else is getting, getting what they're looking for out of it, and uh, it couldn't be better. Yeah, I, uh, I saw that you were going to do the live Thursday night, and uh, I was at work. And I was at my station because, you know, I'm a clerk now uh, since January. Yeah. And um, as I'm listening to you, the supervisor comes over. <laughs> and she's like, can you take a couple of more pieces? And I'm like, sure. And I'm like putting the phone down. <laughs> and then she, they walk away and I'm like, oh, great. They'll be back with some more work. But that's fine. I got to keep listening to what's going on here. Um, yeah. I, I, when I first saw you, I saw your face. I was like, "Oh man, this guy looks a little like Jason Stratham." <laughs> well, it's just the lack of hair. I'm not that good looking. I don't think. <laughs> but uh, no, your page was uh, when I started on your page. I think when you first opened it, uh, I probably got on the page maybe a day or two later. I got wind of it. I saw somebody was posting something, and I was like, "Wow, this is interesting." I've always been one of those guys who was leery of the 401k, and I jumped into it very late in my career at UPS. Yeah, that so, happens a lot. Yeah. So, you know, I, I, I was like, you know what? I got about a good net 10 or 15 years left in me. Let me just lay it all on the line until yeah, I retire yeah. and see what happens. So I was very thankful that you opened that page. And and, uh, and for the listeners out there, because we're reaching a couple of listeners today, is there anything that you want to, uh, a, a real quick, uh, let's say a footnote uh, into uh, just starting out? Because I love the way you spoke about it on how you, you use the metaphors and the analogies like driving a car or buying a car and driving a car. Yeah, the, yep, the metaphor that, that I use, the analogy I use was that, that retirement is like a car. and Everybody has to have a car. And what you find is that there are some people who don't know which car to buy and they don't know how to drive. And so they just kind of sit at, in the house, you know, and they can't get anywhere. And then you have people who buy the car, pick out a car, but they still don't know how to drive it. Right. So they have this car, but they don't know what to do with it. And then you have people who buy the car and they take it on the road but they're kind of not really confident of what they're doing, and they're kind of going five miles an hour on the side of the curb, and they don't really know where they're going. 
And then you have some people who buy the car and they take it out on the road and they're doing okay, but they just, you know, they need a tune-up just to, <laughs> to get things straight. And then there's people, there's some people out there who I said, you know, we're, we're driving Ferraris 90 miles an hour, zigzagging across lanes on the highway and looking at everybody else going, how come you guys aren't doing this? Yeah, right. And and so it's uh, it's that's the challenge is that everybody's in a different position with, uh, you know, different stage of life and, and different uh stages of what they know and what they understand and just trying to get everybody up to a certain level is really the goal well well i love those analogies and metaphors they they work perfectly um uh, and i could tell you got some really great feedback um for for the guys listening here today uh if you would like, if you if you don't mind, I know you've been probably repeating yourself like over and over. That's and over okay. And over again. I, I don't mind. Right. Uh, if you can give them a quick breakdown, real quick, on exactly uh, how you feel about the Roth, because now because of you, I'm ju- I jumped on the Roth myself, and I know that at the end when I leave, I can roll it over into a Roth IRA and and, and yep. get less. Um, and be taxed and not be taxed and to be able to escape all those penalties. Uh, do you want to explain that real quick for the guys so they can yep. get an idea of what to do? Thank you, sir. So quickly, uh, the the way a traditional Roth, uh, a traditional 401k works is you put in pre-tax money, money you're not taxed on, and it goes into the account. And then the idea is that when you retire, you'll be in a lower tax bracket. And so you'll pay less taxes and that's how you save money. That's the whole idea. So with Roth, the idea is that you put the money in now having already paid the taxes on it, and then it grows until you retire, and when you retire, you can take out all of that money tax-free. And so it, it seems like it's it's the op, you know just simply the opposite, but the reality is um, you get that money in there, and it grows tax-free the whole time, and so you're not paying taxes on any of the growth at all. And in addition, uh, since we already have uh, Social Security and a pension, which are both taxable, when we retire, we're already looking at a pretty substantial amount of taxable income. So the, the another benefit of the Roth is it gives you a pile of non-taxable money that you can use. Uh, you know, if you want to make a big purchase, you want to buy a boat when you retire, or you need to buy a car or something like that, and, and you withdraw the money, you don't want to be knocked into a higher tax bracket because you took out 30 grand to buy a car. Right. So with that that pile of money for the Roth, that allows you to to take that tax free money and still keep yourself down in the lower tax bracket. And there's a lot of advantages, like like uh like you mentioned, you can roll it into the IRA, and then you don't have to take money out with a with a 401k. You have to take money out uh, starting at 70 and a half, even whether you want to or not. You have to take minimum distributions. So uh, there's a lot of advantages to the Roth, but that's that's a few of them. Well, thank you. Thank you so much for that. Uh, for anybody that's listening and needs a little uh, advice how on do, your... How do you get in contact with uh, this guy? Yeah, Greg, Greg Kerwood. He's, his name is Greg Kerwood with two Gs. That's yep. G-R... Yep. Well, go ahead. You know what? Greg? I know he's from Boston because I hear it. Ka. Yeah. Ka. He got the ka and the yad. I'm not, I'm not from Boston originally, so my accent's not that heavy. But. No, it's not. It's getting there, though. We can, we can hear a tweak <laughs> it's in getting there. there. It's getting I'll there. work on that. No, nah, you're fine. You're fine. Uh, as long as you don't come out talking like Tom Brady, we're okay. No, no <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not Brady? a Patriots fan. That's going to cost me some, some uh, listeners. <laughs> that's fine. Not that's a fine. Patriots fan. Yeah, listen. <clears throat> so how do how do uh, members get in contact or get into the web page or whatever you have on Facebook? Uh, if if they're on Facebook, it's it's called the UPS Teamsters 401k resource page. It should pop up pretty quickly when you start typing that in. 
and uh, they can ask to join. Uh, people have invited a lot of people. Uh, the only thing that I, I do ask is that people, you have to be a UPS Teamster because if so. you're not a UPS Teamster, the advice isn't necessarily going to pertain to you. So people have invited people from other industries, other Teamsters, other unions, and uh, I wouldn't want anybody getting bad advice because they're in the wrong place. Right. So that's well, the only catch with that. What made you get into this? Uh, are you a CPA? Uh, you know, uh, no, I'm just a rank and file member. I do uh, have a degree in math. Um, not not that that's all that vital, but what it did was allow me to not be intimidated by this. The, the biggest problem with most of this stuff is that people are so afraid of it. They're so afraid of the money. They're afraid of the terminology, the finance, the fact that it's their retirement money and they don't want to screw it up. And so they get really intimidated, and and I don't didn't have that, just because the numbers and all those things I didn't find intimidating, and so I've been studying it for as long as I've been at you know 15 years at, at UPS, and learning how to do it. And the and the result of my studies, I guess is the way to put it, is to find that it's really not that complicated, and it's not it's it's a straightforward and relatively simple. To, to do it yourself and do a fairly decent job of it. And the biggest issue is to get people over that initial hump and get them doing it so that they have something as opposed to nothing because they're too afraid of it. Awesome. Greg, listen, man, you're doing a great job. And, and I'm sure the brothers and sisters listening are, are right now, especially the ones that do finding it, if, find it intimidating. I mean, me, myself, a long time member found it intimidating myself because I wasn't a, a big numbers guy, you know. So, yeah. so I mean, when I saw your page, I saw right away the impact it was having on the members. I saw the way that your numbers were rising, and I was like, I got to get this guy on the air. I would love to speak to him, and I'm, yeah. I appreciate you reaching out to us. Um, it's my pleasure. It's an honor. I consider it an honor to be on your show. Well, it's an honor to be amongst the team so that gives a shit, you know, because <laughs> as you That's know, right. the apathy is real at, at our company. So anybody yep. that cares is important for us to bring out into the light. Uh, again, uh, Greg's page is on Facebook. Uh, he's got the Teamsters 401 resource page. And I believe when I first jumped on, the first thing I had to give you was what local I worked out of and what building, right? I worked <laughs> yep, out of. That's, that's what you, it. The that's two all things I'm you asking. asked for. Yeah. So Just enough so I know you're a UPS Teamster. That's, that's that, it. That's it's not it. a, for no other reason. Give them your local, what building you work out of, you know, and uh, you'll see it. That's what it asks you as soon as you try to sign on to his page. And uh, listen, uh, and listen. Remember, he's doing this uh, on his own time. So, I, I, from what I've seen, you've been pretty prompt with the questions and answers. I mean, I, I asked a question on somebody else's uh, uh, question, yeah. and you answered me pretty quickly. So I see that I, I have been on vacation, so it's That's been a little why. easier this week. <laughs> but I'm 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 not going anywhere. Right. So I will get to I will get to everybody. I, I promise. Right. I promise. And, and listen, I'm sure after today's uh, phone call, you're going to get a lot more listeners. I mean, a lot more people on your page. The, uh, the more the merrier. I'm happy to have them. And just guys, remember, be respectful on the page. Uh, there are people that yep. uh, won't necessarily agree with Greg on everything. Obviously, there's people out there that think yep. they know everything, and, and we understand yep. that. But uh, the page is not for that. Greg has dealt with people that disagree with him. I saw the comments myself. Yeah. Uh, you're, you're very respectful about it. And we just, just ask a couple. That you're just a couple. Just a couple. Nothing crazy. No. Uh, no. You're, you're very respectful with them. And, and the ones that do disagree with you that are respectful back, I appreciate those 
those guys, you know, because yep, absolutely. I don't know sharing, everything, and I don't. I'm not not claiming to. That's right. It's all about sharing the knowledge, just to help one another out. I mean, Greg is doing this to help guys out. He's not doing this. Hey, Tony, can getting, you you want to type his uh, link of the Facebook on this uh, chat? Uh, oh, maybe uh, Greg could do it. I mean, if he has the chat on, he can. Uh, Post it for the teachers. Oh yeah! If you're yep. on the chat room, just post the, the 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 name of the website real quick. Uh, Teamsters right. lo- local. It want, uh, what is it? The 401 resource page. Yeah, it's already it's yep. already a lot if of. If I members. can figure out how to do it, I'll do it. Yeah, yeah. a lot of members already. Uh, <laughs> I know. I'm, for that site. I'm not all that hip to all this technology, but I'm getting there. <laughs> I know. He, he, I know you're around our age, so I, I'm the same way, man. I <laughs> I was trying to download these LM2s so we can get some information about some of the monies that was spent uh, by our uh, ex-executive board, and I was having trouble with it, but luckily we had some information on it. But um, I was hoping to go over some of those numbers with you because I know you're great with those numbers, and you, <laughs> you could take take a look at how much money these guys threw away. But um, I, I, it's, uh, I don't even want to think about it. <laughs> But just, Greg, just the numbers you mentioned already were enough to make my stomach turn. Oh, uh, yeah. You heard a little already. Man, oh, man. Yeah. That's it, Teamsters terrible, 401 terrible. resource page, right? Teamsters, uh, what did you say? Yeah, UPS Teamsters 401k resource UPS page. UPS Teamsters. Put UPS yep. Teamsters uh, 401 resource page. That's it, right? Yep. All right. We'll put that up in the chat real quick. Yep. What is it? Teamsters what? UPS Teams, UPS. Teamsters 401k, parentheses, K resource page yeah and he's got the k in parentheses that's right i forgot about that um i i actually if you guys are on the local 804 page i actually posted his live his live uh show um a lot of people didn't seem to pay attention to it because i guess they didn't know what it was but i'm pretty sure it's going to start getting some uh, some traction now um, I saw that. It's very nice of you. I appreciate it. Yeah, no, listen. Anybody that's out there to just help the guy. I mean, what you're helping, the, all the guys and girls that are out there listening, all you're doing is trying to help, and, and we appreciate someone like you. Uh, it's important for, for there to be members to help out in all aspects. And one aspect that's that I right. never thought about helping anybody was financially. And and this is big. This is big, especially, I mean, we're a little past that time, unfortunately, so hopefully the guys that are our age already uh, saved up enough. Never too late, man. Never right. too late. It's never too late to save. <laughs> and the younger guys listening, man, you guys can yeah, retire millionaires. Now. If you're smart, yeah. you will retire right. millionaires. So, the sooner you start, the better. That's Absolutely. Right. That's right. And on his page, he has a bunch of files, and you'll see that he has all uh, – what, what was uh, I don't want to talk without uh, I know you have the the ages groups and where you should allocate your funds. Yeah, there's sam sample allocations. Right. Uh, there's some I put up instructions last night on how to go through the website and change things around for your account. Um, there's a there's a file that's just general financial advice, what you should do with your money and what order, so you're not, you know, paying off something you shouldn't be paying off when you have something else to pay off that type of thing. And then there's just a chart that compares the Roth with the the traditional. Yeah. Oh, I had a personal question actually for me, and uh, I, I I ended up uh, reallocating my funds thanks to you. And uh, I threw I, I, I for some reason I didn't go with the S and P four hundred. I put more percentage mm-hmm. into the S and P five hundred. I went up to forty one percent on that, but I did spread it out through the bonds and the international, like you had uh, suggested, and the Russell two thousand. Yep. Uh, So I pretty much followed your format for the (laughs) 45-year-old. But instead of the S&P, the percentage there, I just added it to the S&P 500. Would you suggest that I move uh, that around a little bit, or should I keep it in the S&P 500? You you can get away without the S&P 400. I mean, it's a a 
it's it's not that vital. It's you're just missing out on companies in that mid range. But you you could make a good case that the S and P 500 and the Russell 2000 are cover enough bases. You know, it's not it's not the end of the world by any stretch. Would you suggest that instead of forty one percent on the S and P 500, I spread it out maybe to Russell 2000 or just keep it at forty one percent? What were you twenty two again? 45. <laughs> 40, 45. 45. I'm 45, man. Yeah, I got to yeah. take some big risks here. Listen, he's going to be, he, he's going to no, be, no. he's going to afford the car. The older you get, less risk. That's why you listen to all that 80s music. Hey, listen. <laughs> that, that's when, right. when he retires, uh, he's going he's gonna to afford At your the- age, I mean, I mean the, the total amount of stock, so between the Russell and the S&P 500, your total should be somewhere around 50, 55%. Okay. So the the more you put in the S and P five hundred, the more conservative that's going to be. The more you put in the Russell, the the more risky and aggressive that's going to be. Okay, it's a it's a personal preference, but you wouldn't want to go too much higher than fifty fifty five percent in in those the those stocks overall. Those oh. three the three funds or the two funds. Oh man, thank you so much. I appreciate that. Uh, is, is, My pleasure. While we have him here on the line, still is anybody online here that has any questions? You can uh, call three four seven four zero three zero seven zero five, and you can uh, ask questions live uh, right now. Before uh, you know, he's got a busy schedule; he's got to go, uh, I guess. But uh, hey, hey, Tony, you're, you're saving up for that Matchbox car that you? That's been right, man. You know me; I'm into my <laughs> Matchbox cars. I, my, I'm having my uh, what do they call it? The uh, the midlife crisis car. Midlife yeah. crisis. Yeah. <laughs> I want to do. I want to like Greg and his metaphors. I want to learn to get in that Ferrari and do ninety. Only I plan <laughs> to wave guys along with me and try to get them to get Ferraris too, man. You the, know. The funny thing yeah. is, the funny thing is, I do invest in the SP five hundred, and I don't even look at it. I I just just put the money in there. Well, and I well don't that's know. not good because Greg's advice would be to make yeah. sure you look at it once a year, right, Greg? And rebalance once a year. That's all you got to do. You don't I mean, have to I, look at it. You I've been investing once a year, but I've you been have invest- to have it in the right stuff if you're going to ignore it. That's, yeah, I've been investing the there since 07 and I, I haven't looked at it not one time and now we're in 2019. <laughs> Well, definitely go right. on Greg's page and, and and diversify yourself a little bit. And uh, I yep. will check every year and rebalance, right, Greg? That's the trick? Yep. Re- rebalance and adjust it once a year because you're getting older every year. That's and right. uh, and what happens is things get out of whack. So if, if if one fund has a good year and the other fund has a bad year, your percentages all change. So you have to just rebalance it back to where you want to be. That's all. Yeah. Well, Greg, man, thank you for calling in. We appreciate the phone call, um, and thank you so much for being out there, helping the brothers and sisters out of basically the goodness of your own heart. I mean, you know, you're just looking out for and your you fellow can call, members. And you can call us anytime here at the What The Heck Show on Union Power Radio. This is a member radio for the members. So you can call anytime. If you have more information you want to share with the membership, we appreciate that you call up anytime uh, we're on the air. Yes, sir. Well, thank you, brothers. I appreciate it. Yeah, Thanks anyway. for having me. Thank you, Greg. Have a good one, brother. All right. You too. Take care. All right, ladies and gents. That was Greg Kerwood, man, out of Boston. Wow, man. He's, I tell you, that guy, he's, he's doing the right thing. I, I wish there were more members like him, you know? And he saw, he saw a need out there for, for guys that were thirsty for knowledge on how to handle your, your funds, you know? And, 
And it's important because a lot of guys don't. And, you know, I, I know a lot of guys who retired from UPS and they had nothing to show for it. You know, I, of course, you got your ones that, like he said, had the Ferrari and were driving at 90, but they weren't stopping to help nobody. <laughs> you know, it's nice to have somebody who's actually looking out for, for, for the guys so that they're smart enough to, to hopefully at the end of their careers. Because at the end of the day, just you guys listening, every UPS employee is a potential millionaire. Okay. Every single one of you guys out there is a potential millionaire. As long as you're smart with your money, and, and you were, and you didn't go out there and, and blow, you know, money on on a bunch of silly stuff every week when you got paid, then then you should be by retirement doing really really well and be able to you know take care of your family, your son's college tuitions. I mean, this is where everybody wants to be. You know, this is the the when you get to that age in your life where your kids are going to college when when. When you put your when you put your time in, you know, uh, you you want to have something to show for it. You want to retire and be able to go on a vacations and see the world a little bit. Listen, you 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 know, time is short, guys. A life is a blink of an eye. You know, you're you're 19 one day and you're hanging out in in the back of your dad's car trying to get laid or <laughs> whatever it is, you know, or or you meet uh, uh, for some of you young girls, you you meet a guy, you're hanging out, you're having a good time, and then you, sometimes you don't think about the future, and, and I think it's important from a young age to start thinking about the future. And we can't afford. Listen, you can bring the horse to water, you can't make him drink. All we could do is lay out the olive branch for you young teamsters out there. If there's any young teamsters out there listening, be smart. Don't 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 waste waste your your money and, and and throw it away. Be smart. Invest in 401k. This time when you're when you're 35, 40 years old and you're up there in retirement age, you'll have something to show for it. So I want to thank Greg for for all the all the time he put in to help these guys out. All right. So moving along. Uh, is there anything you guys want to add to uh, things that are going on around the local? Uh, yeah, I guess. I'm just ordering. I'm ordering some pizza for us. All right. Yeah. You guys pizza. are to move up some pizza and some wings. Yeah. Excuse you me. Know, if you can get me one of those pies, is, is Lawrence Grant? Is, is Lawrence Grant still here? Uh, LG. LG's just, in the just building. Just don't put no pork on it. You heard me. The monster. What do you mean pork? Had? Pepperonis, none of that crazy. I mean, stuff, cheese pizza is, is it made not, out of pork? Just, Can you get one of those uh, grandma saying, pies? Know. Do they have the grandma? Well, the cheese come from the cow. Is that pork? No, it's not. <laughs> pork. <laughs> I feel like Jessica Sisson when she says, you know, the tuna was from the chicken. My stomach is still bothering me. Last night I had a, a grandma pie, and these guys put jalapenos and bacon on it. I mean, it sounds nasty, but the it was delicious. Bro, it was delicious, but know. my stomach right <laughs> now is still in knots. Like, and uh, oh man, I don't even want to talk so, about the bathroom situation this morning. <laughs> so, uh, Lawrence, you want a a, a, a sausage pizza? Yo, I'm listen, gonna bro. say that. Right. <laughs> no pork. <laughs> you know. Put some pineapples on mine. Hey, I'm about to get you a veggie, a veggie pizza. How about you ever had a tasty roast pork so sandwich? One never. of those Cuban nope. sandwiches with the ham? Like when I was a child, man. Oh, That's an adult never. No, huh? All right. Well, listen to each his own. Uh, me, I love the pork. All right, we're gonna get some. <laughs> we're gonna get some wings, right? Yeah, whatever you guys want. Hey, can you eat that? Uh, That's chicken. Only heck, though. Only, only heck. heck. Only heck. Asamalaika. Yeah, let's let's not blow the the end of the show here talking about uh, what we're gonna munch on here. All right, uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna be ordering that so you guys could keep t continue talking. 
uh, about uh, what's going on in the local. I mean, uh, we have our uh, shop steward meeting coming up in May. Well, not coming up. We have, uh, matter of fact, you should be talking about uh, shop steward elections. Oh right, right. You Shops have a lot. Elections. There's a lot of elections. That's oh, right. Oh my God! Uh, this, 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 uh, this uh, 804. Everyone is uh, running against <sighs> everyone. But you know, you have the old executive board. They, uh, they want, they want to put their peoples back in. So then they have a, you know, their guys in in uh, shop steward. So you know. So they could try to run again in, in three years. You know, Danny Montalvo is the only one that's already uh, campaigning to run against us in three years. And like I told everyone and everyone that asks me, uh, we, we're not even thinking about running in three years. We, we think we're focusing on getting this local back on track. And uh, if anybody wants to run against us in three years, then let it be. But right now, this executive board, ex- experience matters, is just focusing on uh, getting uh, local 804 back on track. We're not even thinking about uh, campaigning or anything like that. If the old executive board want to do that, by all means, they have the right to. If you're in good standings, then you, you run. But right now, we are focusing on getting this uh, 804 back as strong as it used to be. Yeah, and uh, one thing I wanted to touch on is uh, one thing I was listening to at the rank at the rank and file education was uh, that uh, these uh, guys in power now, the IBT, Hoffa and his people, um, from what I'm understanding, they're trying to take away our right to vote. Yeah, I heard something about that as well. You know, and and that's I'm like, the, that's in 2021. Yeah, at the delegate the delegate convention. Correct, and. One thing we cannot have is let these people take away our right to vote. I mean, as it is, Hoffa's already denied a lot of votes as far as, like, contracts and stuff and trying to ram stuff down people's throats. So we are not appreciative of that. So um, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be helping in any way I can uh, a Sean O'Brien, Fred Zuckerman, and Juan Campos. And uh, I know a lot of guys were, were talking about the situation with Sean O'Brien because, you know, at one point he was uh, under Hoffa. But I want you guys to understand that a lot of the reason that Sean O'Brien's not with them anymore is because of all the disagreements he had with them going forward. Also, because he was reaching out to guys like uh, Zuckerman and, and Campos. And, and though even those guys disagreed, it didn't make a difference. They know they got to work together to try to make something happen at our international level. And uh, I will be fighting for those guys uh, as hard as I can. If anybody's interested, I am. Uh, I will be uh, giving out some raffles. Uh, some of these raffle tickets. Uh, what will what will happen is, uh, if you win, they're ten dollars each. And if you win, they're gonna choose ten people to go out and actually have dinner with uh, these guys. Uh, um, you know. And uh, I don't know about you guys, but I would love to sit down and have a meal and break some bread with uh, these guys who are trying to, uh, you know, reform our our international, uh, the IBT, because uh, right now it's just uh, it's a shit show. Talking but about dinner, we, me and Raul just came back on Friday from uh, the Hispanic Caucus dinner, the New York chapter. Uh, we got to meet a lot of, uh, ha- you know, I already say ha- officers. They're there, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you know, uh, George Miranda was there from uh, Joint Council 16. We got to meet him. We got a, got to meet a lot of locals. We got a, we got to meet a, a local president that's actually in Long Island City. Also, they has a new building. It's called uh, Local 813. Uh, and this is what we do. We 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 go there. We 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 just cop. You know, we we. 
want to meet other locals so we can know what's going on around the whole uh, United States and Teamsters and working together as uh, Local 804 and Local 818. You know, he invited us to his house. He's like, come by. You know, we. Uh, I said, yeah, you got a nice new building. Um, so this is what we do. We, we, we go out there. We meet to get educate to bring back the education to the membership of what's going on in the Teamster world. That's right. And and one of the important things is that we reach out to, to the other members across the country. It's one of the reasons why I felt this show uh, is so important and why I thank Hector so much when he let me have this platform after he was elected to the executive board. I mean, I knew it was important to continue this show because of the the amount of people that we can get to listen and the amount of people that have been giving me great feedback. You know, and, and I'm very appreciative of it, but at the end of the day, I want everybody to understand this show is, is not, not about me, it's not about anybody here, it's about the members. And, and if, if I'm using my voice, I'm, I'm using my voice speaking, hopefully from you guys, through me. You guys are speaking through me because I want you guys to all be a part of this show. I want people to call in. I want people to share their concerns. Guys like Greg who called in and gave a little information on how to help you financially. Guys that call in, stewards that we've had on the show that have helped educate the members, try to keep you out of harm's way. Talk about what's going on with your executive board. Do they need reform? Uh, um, we, we just had a tumultuous three years with the old executive board and it was one of the worst that I've experienced in my 25 years here. And, and yeah. Um, I mean, those guys were, 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 it was tremendous, man. The amount of, uh, I, I couldn't believe how many votes they got, to be honest with you. Um, and I, but we want to reach out across the country. We want to know what's going on in your locals. Uh, do you guys need reform? We, we have to, we have to get everybody on the same page. And that's why I thought this conference was important because it's a place where everybody can get together. And that's why I really want to go to Chicago to meet teamsters all across the country. You got a lot of members out there that care. You got, uh, I mean, Tyler Binder, I believe he's in Wisconsin. Tyler Binder was always uh, putting up, uh, especially during negotiations. Yeah, local, he's in local 344. Yeah, local 344, Tyler, you know, uh, shout out to him. He's, he's a good member. He's out there trying to help his brothers and sisters. You know, he had one... One uh, 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 video that he put out on YouTube that was quite touching about a member who was retiring and, and, and knew he was passing away. Uh, the, the guy uh, had, I don't know, I'm not sure how many months he had to live. He was uh, losing the battle to cancer. And he sent them a whole bunch of stuff that the company used to, you know, do for its employees. You know, like all this stuff that we used to get, like the the gold watch after 20 years. When's, does anybody even know about the watch that guys used to get after 20 years of service? Like the company actually, you know, when the old man ran it and before it went public, you know, honestly, they weren't so bad. They used to take care of their employees. You know, you would get a, a gold watch. He would, they would, there was uh, events that they were planned. There was breakfasts. I mean, it was so different than it is now. It's not the same company it was before and uh tyler kind of brought that to light in that video and it was very touching uh, all the stuff this guy had had accumulated over the few years of uh, that he was with the company and um it's things like that it's members like that who put out the information who um who who basically you know who, who have the empathy you know for for what we're doing here you know trying to get together trying to reach uh across lines you know we're, we're trying to reach one another even though we're in other states and we have different issues we are all fighting the same battle you know and 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 it's far from over you know the only way we 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 get on top of this battle is if uh one member said at the uh conference uh, i believe he was out of providence rhode island he said we got to take that triangle and flip it upside down you know and i agree with him you know, there's 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 a lot that we have to do, and and the only way to do it is to stand together. 
you know and and the important thing is unity solidarity we have to find ways to get there and we have to find ways to reach new members um and and to me that's one of the most important things about doing the show and 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 definitely how i want to move forward with it so i appreciate all you listeners and everybody who's out there uh let me get back to some of these uh lines we got richard hooker jr what's up richard hooker jr in the building what's up my Yo, brother is, is lawrence grant still in the studio uh, i believe lg's there eating some chips i'm trying to, i'm not trying, trying not to be rude and cut <laughs> anthony off you know, I, I want you to talk i, I wanted want... to ask you man was anybody from the old executive board part of the hispanic caucus uh, well, <laughs> uh, don't stutter now. You know the funny thing is that <laughs> when stutter, we, stutter, stutter, <laughs> the funny thing is that when we uh, open up the booklet and it says the uh, the the board of directors, uh, all four names: Danny Montavo, Danny Bentancourt, Eddie Vialta, and Rick Gomez was on that thing, but they wasn't they wasn't at the uh, at the dinner for some reason. I mean, their names were there, but they they weren't. Wait, nah. they was part of the board of directors and they yeah. didn't show up? And they didn't even show up. Mm. <laughs> so they, who, did the union We're, pay for that? Uh, no, the union didn't pay for oh, it. Oh, I'm just saying. I'm just asking. No. Just a question. The union paid for, you know, for the seats for us, for me and Raul. Uh, so we went there to represent Local 804. They were actually happy to uh, that 804 was there. Uh, we had a lot of guys come up to us, actually wanted to take pictures with us, actually. Uh, and they had a band there. They had good food. Uh, Stu Ghosty introduced us to a lot of people, a lot of important people in the Teamster world. And um, I, I had a good time. Me and Raul had a good time that night. So we was ex- I was waiting for Danny the Backstabber to come through and uh, Eddie Viata and all of them, but now they didn't come through. Shame. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, the, it, it, listen, it is what it is. You're, you're never going to be able to, uh, not everybody's always going to see eye to eye, and that's okay. You know, we just got to be able to find ways of moving forward. Uh, Richard uh, Hooker here, Jr., uh, makes a good point here. He says the IBT wants to raise the threshold from 5% to 10% for getting delegates to put a person on the ballot to run for. In- international office yeah. oh, they tried wow. that last time they tried that last time as well yeah that's why in 2016 teamsters united couldn't get any candidates in the west they couldn't meet the five percent of delegates over there wow and they want to raise it to 10 that is oh my god you know they they're the, just making it harder and harder to, to to get voted you know to get them to get voted out that's all it is and, and this is why the members get aggravated and frustrated. It's things like these. And, you know, it starts at the top. That's why we need to get those guys out of there. That's why I'll be fighting so hard to uh, for, for Sean O'Brien, Fred Zuckerman, and, and Juan Campos because I can't I can't stomach another year. I mean, Hoffa has had the reins for over, what, 20-something years? This, this, this man has been stripping us time after time, years after years of contracts and just losing. Uh, it's just an uphill battle that we're fighting because of him. And it's not right, you know. It's not right that we have to go through this because of him. Well, Tony, there's a lot of people that's not liking the fact that uh, to- uh, Sean O'Brien is on the top ticket of this uh, this Teamsters United uh, slate because of the fact is that you know before uh, when we went all to the to the what you call it to the to convention, the convention that uh, you know Sean O'Brien was with the red vest and he was. Uh, just brutal, brutal over there towards the teams as United, like saying all kinds of names, and a lot of team, a lot of te- you know, a lot of Teamsters United guys that we went out there and we can't pay our asses off for Fred Zuckerman. 
uh, upset of the fact that even now that, you know, that Sean O'Brien is at the top ticket. I take it like this. Listen, everyone deserves a chance, uh, a second chance of life. And, you know, you know, maybe he changed up now. Maybe he's he's with the reform now because this is what it is. You know, the Teamsters United is a reform uh, slate. You know, to reform this whole Teamsters, all the corruptions and all the gift backs that uh, the Teamsters give up right now. So, you know, I, I feel I have I believe in that. I believe in no gift backs. I believe in no uh, no everything. You know, I just believe that the Teamsters should be a Teamsters and it should be no corruptions in the Teamsters with all these salaries, these multiple salaries that, you know, the guy's a president. He's a. Uh, He's a co-chair of this and this and that and making millions of dollars off the membership's backs. So, that, you know, so you're going to get a lot of hate. You're going to get a lot of uh, Teamsters United that we were on the ground fighting for Zuckerman to uh, win the election, which he almost won if he didn't come to Canada. And uh, so now they have uh, uh, Sean O'Brien on top ticket. You know, a lot of people are not too happy about that, but. Hopefully he changes. Uh, we have a couple more years before he can change everyone's mind that uh, he is for the reform and he is going to fight for the members and the corruption and all that bullshit. I agree with you, Heck. I mean, I think uh, at the end of the day, Sean O'Brien saw the error in his ways. And, uh, you know, I think everyone, hopefully everyone learns from their mistakes. And Sean O'Brien saw what, what direction Hoffa was going into. I wish he would have saw it a lot sooner. But um, and he started to reach out to, to these guys, Fred Zuckerman and uh, Juan Campos, and he knew. He knew they had to go in a different direction, and he decided uh, to, I mean, he aligned himself now with the right people. Now, this is, this is Sean O'Brien in the convention. This is the convention. It was all out of control because the Red Vest wouldn't let any of the Teamsters United guys uh, announce any candidates in the in the election. And this is what uh, Richie Hooker's talking about. Richie Hooker's talking about the 10%, the 5%. Yeah. Well, you know, Hoffer, you know, it's, it's difficult to get 5% of the delegates to, uh, to get nominated. So now the harder task is going to be if Hoffer changes to 10%. Yeah, it's hard because enough to get five. Exactly. So it's going to be no one is going to be able to even go against this freaking guy. You know, like I said, he, he treats this Teamster thing as a family business. He wants to put his uh, his lawyer son, David Hoffer, now in charge of his because now you have Hall running against him. You have uh, Sean O'Brien running against him. And who else? Royce Malloyce that's on vacation for the two years. I mean, his suspension should have been. Uh, hardcore banned by the Teamsters for the crimes that he did as far as accepting those Super Bowl uh, tickets and uh, doing all this corruption bullshit and he only got a slap in the, in the hand for like two years of suspension and he'll be back and he'll probably be back in enough time to run for uh, wait a minute but he's got to be in good standings in two years so maybe he can't run he won't be able to run Right. He's suspended for two years, and you still got to be in good. That's right. That's right. So, oh well, whatever. But they still gave him a slap in the hand, you know, just for the corruption bullshit that he did. 
But uh, if 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 Hoffa has his way and goes up to ten percent, it's going to be so hard for anyone to get dele- uh, you know, get elected to uh, run against him ever again. Well, we got to make sure that we stand together and make sure that doesn't happen. Um, I mean, uh, I I will be like I said, uh, backing uh, Sean O'Brien, um, Fred Zuckerman, and Juan Campos. I I got to to meet Juan this weekend. Juan Campos is a stand-up guy. I talked to him for about a good uh, ten minutes. I was, to be honest with you, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna uh, sugarcoat it. I was a little kind of starstruck because I I've been following him and I've and I was right. a little he, he, he wasn't know, in the movies. I, I know, but still, <laughs> I I just felt you know Jesus I, I got Christ. a little I know, but I got did a little you, nervous. Did you let him? Did you let him uh, autograph your nipples? I mean your your breasts? What? Dude. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Starstruck. Really? No, I was. Because he's, a, he's a teamster just like you and me. I know. I know. Just and like I, you and me. me. <laughs> exactly. But I was nervous when I met him. So I remember saying to him, I was like, hey, I'm uh, I'm Tony Rosario out of uh, at a local 705 in Chicago. <laughs> and he's looking at me like, huh? And I'm like, I'm sorry. I meant to say local 804. <laughs> Yeah. Excuse me while I pull your pants down and suck your cock. Hey, what the fuck, heck? Jesus Christ. Listen, I just have a great amount of respect for this guy. You know, he's a hardcore fighter, and I was a little I nervous see. meeting him. But he's and, not Jesus Christ. It. He's not going to make the water, I, you know, I, the world. Listen, I understood that the minute we got to speak for a few minutes, and I came down to regular level, and I'm like, okay, this guy's one of us. That's the bottom line. Yeah, that's all but he is, is one of us. That's it. He's right. one of us. He's out there. He's I, fighting I, I, for the first right. First of all, I don't like anyone to make themselves look like, oh, they're the man, like, Tim Sylvester used to do. Tim Sylvester used to be like, "Oh, you know, you're 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 beneath me," and I used to look at him like he's a fucking retard. I don't like anyone to, you know, Vinny. I, you know, I love Vinny to death because he's the president of this local, and he don't get it, the title doesn't mean anything. He's for the members. He's fighting for the members. He's just a fucking regular dude, you know, like a regular. You can go into his office. He's regular, you know. It, 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 it's unbelievable how Vinny is. He's you know he's got the title. You know, respect, but he's such a fucking, he's, he's the same guy, Lawrence, come on, back me up on this. I don't, I don't, nah. Oh, really? <laughs> no, nah, 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 you're, you're absolutely right, he is. Um, you know, after he gave you a fucking screen, a big screen, now you're going to say, oh, yeah. We're not supposed to talk about okay. what goes on in the office. <laughs> Why not? Members should nah, know. Nah, definitely, definitely. I, I, I do agree with Hector 100%. Uh, the one thing Vinny did say the moment we took off is there would be no closed-door policies, and that's one of the biggest things. So, you know, we all informed of everything that goes on, and we all privileged to anything and everything. So that's a, definitely a good thing. And well, I like that they hold that to the members as well. You know, yes. they're very transparent on everything that's going on. I know there are a few members out there that, that, that don't feel that way, but I don't see how because from what I've seen with all the Facebook posts and everything that's being said, anytime anybody has a question, it's answered, especially Mr. Jamie Haynes, who's always throwing some questions out there. You'll see statements, the, statements. Yeah, you'll see the Scott <laughs> Damone answer it. You'll see uh, even Vinny once in a while a pop in. You got Rocky DePolo, who's always, uh, you know, Dave Cintron jumps in. Uh, Louis Barbone, all, all the guys, you, Lawrence, I mean, everybody, uh, Hector, all the guys, Raul, every once in a while you'll see something and then you'll see it answered pretty fairly quickly. I mean, you guys are always, uh, and, and and you're right about uh, Vinny. I mean, that time when we had the Facebook Live and he invited me to his home and I was asking the questions and asking the, the, the questions that the members were giving. I mean, he invited me into his house. He made me feel very comfortable, and he's and he he shoots straight with you, you know. He he he's not he doesn't he's not pretending to be above nobody. 
He's uh, he's very respectful. And, you know, and I believe he's one of those men that the amount of respect you give him is the amount of respect you'll get back. Right. You know, you try to disrespect them, and then now you're going to get Elvin Chen's ready to roll. So you think about that. I mean, that. We, got, we got great Teamsters out there, and I met, uh, I met a lot of Teamsters, but I was never starstruck uh, as far as, uh, oh, wow. Hoffer, oh wow, oh, Sean no, O'Brien. <laughs> you know, I I don't know. It's just I I feel that we're all on the same level as Teamsters. So right, I wouldn't. Right. You know, it's not like they 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 struck me like oh wow. You know, you know uh, Juan Campos. I heard good things about him. I don't know him. You know, I don't know of him. I don't know what he's done for this lo- for the uh, local seven hundred five. All I hear what he's done, and I haven't seen anything, but. You know, it's still he's still my teamster brother, and I'm gonna respect him as his teamster brother. Uh, but as far as uh, bowing down to these guys, and this is what Hoffer loves—that they bow to him because he's got a lot of fucking followers that will fucking will, will jump in front of him for a bullet. And um, and I would, and I wouldn't do that. So uh, I mean, they—they're not God, and I'm not gonna jump. I'm not. It's just. You know they teamsters. Those guys that ha- the support Hoffa, they just support him blindly. I don't even know where the the loyalties lie with that. Does it? I I don't see how people could support a man who's uh, giving away concession after concession. You know, I I just don't, I I don't get it. It is what it is. I hope that we can get past that and 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 we can get past him and his whole entourage and his cronies. Um, but we got to work together to get it done. But yep. Uh, G. Kerwood is still listening. He says, that's right. We're all brothers and sisters. No one show, no one above anyone else. Absolutely. That's correct. You know, you know, like these guys, these old executive board, uh, Ed, Edwin, and uh, they, they thought they was above the membership. And that's what they was they down for, for because they, they, they first take it into office. Uh, when they first took it into office, the first thing they were doing is going after members. And they didn't care about what, what was the state of mind in Local 804 with the other members, with the whole 7,200 members. So, you know, you can't be above the members. I mean, I'm a, I'm a BA now. I was elected by the members. I'm going to be the same motherfucker that you saw me as a shop steward, as a rank and file guy. <laughs> that same the motherfucker. The same motherfucker. Same mofo. I, I, you know, this position didn't make me bigger. I, I'm not better than anyone. Whoa, 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 but Hector, you got somebody over here that's starstruck by you. Somebody was starstruck saying when they meet, they met you in D.C. at a meeting, Hector. That was Dana Costello, yeah. and, I, and I was starstruck because he's a, he's a man that would go after the this uh, Hoffer, and he was the one with the video camera, and he went right after uh, Ken Hall, and I loved every minute of what he was doing. He was uh, cornering Ken Hall about the medical that they gave him, and I was right behind him. And it was it was fun to watch Dana Costello doing that in public and putting this guy into you know calling him out in public. It was it was it was great. So anything anybody it was uh, I appreciate Dana Costello. <laughs> All right, so. Um yeah. Oh, who's L Boogs? Seven L Boog. That's you, LG. <laughs> okay. Thank you for putting that up. Uh, L Boogs. Look at you. LG is in the building. Who's that? Yeah, that's him. That's Lawrence Grant. Oh, that's Lawrence Grant. Why LB? L Boogs. L Boogs. Stop questioning my yeah, name. Because he's uh, he's from the Boogie Down Bronx. Are you from the Boogie Down <laughs> there Bronx? You there you go. Uh, there you go. 
But uh, working working with Lawrence Grant has been a great great experience with him because this this kid wow, is thank you sir. this this guy is a fucking beast. I I'm I'm tell you, I mean I consider myself a beast when it comes to management and me fighting uh, and getting the members right. But I never saw someone so dedicated and so fucking beast uh, than Lawrence Grant. And I, it's a pleasure of working by side by side with uh, Lawrence Grant. Uh, he teaches me a lot on preload. This guy knows a lot of shit on preload, shit that I don't even know. Uh, <laughs> and, you know, the funny thing is that he took over my uh, preload in, um, in Mount Vernon and I told the manager, he says, oh, I like dealing with you. I said, <laughs> he said, you, you're rough. And I said, oh, you think I'm rough? Wait till Lawrence Grant gets here. You're going to see what's rough. And I heard already uh, he's having a hard time with uh, Lawrence Grant because he's putting shit in order to make sure the members are safe and, and the members are improper, not getting uh, a contract abuse and all that. I mean, I don't know why I'm talking. He's right here in the studio. He could talk for himself. <laughs> Tell I mean, us, listen, LG. I, talk about listen, yourself a little. I, I'm not big on talking about everything that I do. And I, I'm not going to suck your dick. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> Hector, the profanity, please. There's children listening. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, like I said, I'm not big on talking. I'm big on showing what I can do. Um, I, I'd rather let my reputation speak for itself. I mean, anybody that's come across me, I mean, of course, I have those that dislike me for all the wrong reasons, but it is what it is. But, um, Anybody that's ever asked me for my help, they already see what I'm capable of doing. So um, anytime I'm in your building, listen, just stop me. Talk to me. You know, I'm a, I'm an open book. I'm going to tell you like it is. It's I dislike management and a lot of them dislike me. But, you know, that is what it is. Uh, Jamie Haynes has... Uh a question, but he didn't uh, end it with a question mark, surprising enough. It's but it's statement. not a statement. It's a question. It's not a statement. He says, Lawrence, can we get someone to come in Forsterville for the preload on Tuesday? The supervisors are taking over. That's usually Dave Luby, but I guess maybe between both buildings, he has trouble getting to both preloads. Maybe they can get a little uh, a little extra help over there on Forsterville because, you know, that's the building behind our building. This guy does enough, man. Lawrence um, Grant, yo, he's got hey, massive hey, buildings. Listen, Nothing is ever Jamie, enough. Jamie Haynes is calling me on my personal phone plenty of times. Um, well, a couple of times, I should say, and asked me to come out there. And I have. I have no problem in coming out. Tuesday actually is not a good day. I got hearings going on on Tuesday in the and morning. We have, and we have, the the f- we have a funeral for Lamont. And uh, we have a funeral for, uh, for Lamont. Yeah, yeah so, Lamont Scott. Um, just give me a call, Jamie, and um, I set something up, and I definitely sit with Luby because he's another awesome BA that's yeah. actually really doing very well in his buildings. He really is. As well. Yeah. Um, but give me a call, and um, I definitely set something up with you. And um, we come out there, and you know, we do a little building raid in Fosterville. To get things in order, I hope the things that I took care of for you already are going the way I, we spoke about. The way you left them off. <laughs> you know, you know, I never knew about egress. I didn't know what the fuck. I know I heard the, the saying before, egress, egress, egress. Listen, it's working, man. Because I go around the buildings now and I see that uh, boxes are in the way of of the preloaders and all that. And the, as soon as I yell out egress, what, where, where's my fucking, they, they stop the belt. <laughs> they they stop and they they make it right for wow. the for the members. So that that's working out, and, and I'm glad I got to learn that with Lawrence with the egress shit. And now I'm using it to my advantage. And now I go there and I see anything that is, is blocking uh, uh, 
uh, preloads way of in case of emergency. I, I yell it out right away on the belt, and they take care of it. They stop belts and they fix it. So. Do you want to, uh, LG? Do you want to talk about egress and exactly um, what the numbers are as far as space and uh, the uh, methods and procedures? Well, first and foremost, when it comes to egress, there should be nothing obstructing your walk path for where you're working. I know a lot of guys take the opportunity to try to stack stuff in front of their trucks. It's not a problem if it's a small box, but what I've noticed in like a lot of the satellite buildings is just out of control where they just pull everything out the cage and have it stacked up on the on the, the walkway where you can barely walk through. That you know, guys, you have to understand the management cannot force you to work unsafe. And believe it or not, that is very unsafe. If something happens where you need to get off the belt, and your egress is blocked. Um, what are you gonna? What's gonna happen? Guys are gonna get tripped over boxes. Guys are gonna get stumped on because they're gonna be trying to get out. You guys have to remember, they cannot force you to work unsafe. You have to. If you see the supervisors pulling boxes out the cage and blocking your egress, you have the right to say something. And if they're not listening when you say something, call your shop store. That's right. And if you don't, if your shop store ain't doing nothing. When you see your business agent, you make sure you bring it to their attention because I guarantee you, if you bring it to your business agent's attention, it'll definitely get um, addressed. Um, why do why why do you think, uh, Lawrence Grant, that the management goes crazy as soon as uh, a BA uh, yells out egress egress? Why why do you think they go they stop the belts and they make sure that everybody's in, in a safe environment? Because you have to understand something if. If OSHA is somebody walk in the building and they see certain things, potentially the building could get shut down. So if you got somebody that, let's say, for example, a, a business agent walk in the building and he's one of those guys that's big on egress, then they don't want you standing on the belt hovering over what's going on. So they're going to make sure that they stop what they're doing to get that cleaned up just to make sure, you know, it feeds the members at that moment because we all know that management really gives two shits about us so but that's what it's pretty much boils down to wow well jamie haynes is saying that the inside workers love y'all guys because uh they've never seen it ba before and that's so true as a preloader i don't remember seeing uh, many business agents you know coming into the building and uh we got to kind of wrap up the show uh, it's getting to that time. Uh, we still got a few minutes, so I'm just yes. going to give a shout-out to all the members listening on the page today. I want to give a shout-out to Mr. Greg Kirkwood for calling in and giving guys advice. Hope you guys go to his page, get some advice, learn about your 401k, so this way you don't retire with nothing. The guy is a wealth of information, and he's just helping guys out. Uh, I want to thank all the people listening. Richard Hooker, thank you for uh, listening and, and giving us some of your advice and some of your uh, statements on uh, the 10% overall. I didn't even know about that, but that's what they were going for. By the way, Richard Hooker is always on live on Facebook every Wednesday at 9 a.m. So if you guys want to listen to whatever he has to talk about on his Facebook live, uh, 9 a.m. every Wednesday. And Dana, that was starstruck when he met Hector. Thank you for calling in. No, no. Buddy. Dana, Dana, listen, Dana's a smart guy, and uh, everybody can get educated from Dana. I, I'm telling you right now. I'm, I'm his brother from another mother. Uh, DJ, are you serious? Uh, go on to the Local 804 page, and you'll see, if you scroll down far enough, you'll see Greg Kirkwood's, uh, Greg Kirkwood's live video, and you'll find it there. Thank you for listening. 
uh, L Boogs, thank you for being here, LG. Appreciate that. Lawrence Grant, the monster from Manhattan, from the Boogie Down, thank you so much for being here. And Mr. Hector Fortis, the beast out of the Brush Avenue in the Bronx, thank you, sir, for helping me out because Robin couldn't make it in today. Yeah. Um, let me just give another shout out to Mr. Christopher Williamson, our VP. He's really doing this thing out there. I don't hear y'all talk about him and shout him out too much here. Who? Uh, who are you talking Chris. about? Oh, Mr. Williamson. Mr. Yeah. Williamson. Who? He, he gets VP. love. What do you who? mean? Who? Absolutely. Who? who? The who? VP, Chris who's Williamson, our, man. Who's our VP? Yeah. He's never he's <laughs> never there because he's always out there busting his ass. I know he does his thing. And, and, I, and I hear him all the time. In his office, from my office, uh, screaming <laughs> the hell out of fucking warrant and saying, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> so I know Chris Williams is out there. I mean, let me tell you something. All our, the guys that we are in the office right now, we all get along with each other. We all, uh, it, it's a fun, it's a fun office to be in, to tell you the truth. We, we talk to each other. We, we, we talk about, you know, cases that we are going on and we get everybody's opinion. Everybody in that office just feeds off one another and it's a great thing. Well, you guys have great communication and that's yeah. where, that's key. You know, that's where the key is that you guys communicate. You're all, you're all involved and you're all working together towards a common goal. So that's the important thing. We're going to give a shout out to Luis Nito. He says, thank you for the hat for Hector. I don't know what he's thanking you for, but Luis Nito number four is giving you some love. Uh, Frank Whalen, as always, man. Thank you, brother. I appreciate that. It was a pleasure chilling with you during some of those classes over the past weekend. Um, and uh, we're going to sign off now. I want to thank everybody for listening, all you people out there, all you Teamsters. Again, don't forget about our, our, our fellow fallen brother, Lamont. Lamont Scott, Scott who uh, his wife does have a GoFundMe page. Uh, her name is Cynthia Scott. You can give find anything, five dollars, three dollars, whatever Listen, you can give. It, it'll you know, help him out. It'll help him out. He's got a two-year-old uh, kid that, uh, he, and he has a ten-year-old kid or nine-year-old kid. So if anyone can help out, just go to the fun, uh, GoFundMe page. Anything works. A dollar, two dollars, three dollars, whatever the case. We're UPS. We, you know, we're with the uh, UPS workers, uh, Teamsters, and we we have money. So give, give, give to uh, one of our brothers. That give to a good cause. Help, exactly. help them out that the family needs. Exactly. It. The funeral out. will be on uh, Tuesday uh, up in Harlem, uh, 152nd Street. Uh, I will put that on the website to uh, if anybody wants to come and join the, the, the funeral for our fallen brother, Lamont Scott. Now, if you missed any of this show, you can catch us on Spotify, uh, as usual, or Union Power Radio, Podomatic.com. You can also reach us on the iPod for the uh, the iPod app for Apple. That's uh, correct. Thank you all very much for listening. And thanks for Lawrence Grant for coming by, traveling all the way over here to uh, upstate New York. Thank you That's, for having me. Uh, I wish we could have carpooled, on you, right? right? And like I always say at the end of my show, peace out, my brothers and sisters. Let, uh, the What the Heck show will be here next two weeks, right, uh, yeah, Anthony? Yeah, yeah I mean, we'll be doing it Tony? every other Sunday from every now other on. S- we're going to change up some of the page and, and get everybody on page so that we're doing it every other Sunday now. So we get time to, we get a little downtime, spend time with our families, and then we also want to have at least two weeks of information to put out there for you guys. So the next time for the show will be on... Uh, on April 14th, April 14th will be the next What the Heck show oh, here. Oh, man. Nope, that's my son's birthday. 
we might have to do it a weekend early. Okay. I didn't realize that was, that's my oldest birthday, man. I'll, I'll switch it up. We'll, 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 we'll it's all right. We don't need you. I'll do it for yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Care. Just cut me out. Uh, as always, solidarity. Stay united, my brothers and sisters. That's right. And uh, we love you all. And we're going to leave you with this song for our fallen brothers and sisters out there. Uh, we're going to miss you guys. In memorandum. Time for you to be playing my heart like this. You'll be mine.